Hey, yo, what's good, what's good, what's good? Welcome to Reflections of a DJ, The Road Podcast, presented by DJ City. This is a special New York edition of The Road Podcast. Yep. We um, home, baby. We I home. Know, we home. We yeah, home, man. We home, fam. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> what do you call it? I'm, I'm one of your hosts. I'm DJ Crooked. I got DJ Never. Yo, what up? Tri-state areas in the building. That's right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Represent. Uh, we got... Uh, I guess I don't know the tourists here. Yeah, yeah. we got uh, DJ D Miles, New York, Jamie the Great. By the way, they good. both came to New York wearing LA hats. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, Yo, why are you doing that? You gotta take <laughs> I, them hats I need off. To relax. I'm gonna go buy a relax. Right go get me a Mets hat. I want <laughs> I'm here, but I want to go buy a Yankee hat. At, yeah. uh, nah, nah, we don't need that either. We, you know, we don't need that either. <laughs> we just need a haircut or something. You need to gel it up or moose yeah. it up while you're out there. Gel it up. <laughs> But um, yo, we got a special guest here by way of Brooklyn, one of my favorite party rocking DJs in New York. Like, uh, every time I heard him, I felt like the worst DJ ever. Yeah, I mean, this dude, <laughs> this dude was doing the most, and this was back in the day with vinyl, switching records, one of the illest quick mixes in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, I'm really happy you're here, man. DJ Big Ben is in the building. What's up? Thank you, thank you, thank you. What up, man? What up, man? I got something to say real quick. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I owe you money. <laughs> <laughs> Why? For that good, uh, nice intro. No, 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 no for real, because um, so I used to do, you know, you know, like back in the day, you never had an opener. Yeah, yeah. I used to have your CDs. It was my opener, fam. Also, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 oh, I used to do the same shit. You <laughs> 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 the shit. Kirk was opening yeah, from home. <laughs> hey, he never used to put no drops on this. So I was like, yeah, this fucking clean mix, no drops. This nigga's opening for me. So I like, at a certain point, it was like the early 2000s, like 2002, 2003. I think I was just flooding like every every club I went to, yeah. I would have, I would just leave like eight, ten CDs there. Yeah. And it would be like double disc joints. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be, and then so it just, I, I started getting a name from just my my club mixes being at all these different clubs. Yeah. So yeah. It was that, that was actually one of the first ways I got a name and the DJs kind of knew about me. Yeah. And I think wow. when, when I met Ben, and I was like, yo, man, I'm a big fan. He's like, oh, you crooked? He's like, I, yeah, I use your, your CDs to, as opener CDs all the time and shit. And I was Damn. like, oh, yo, good looking out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, at least I don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> shit, man. I mean, coming up in the early 2000s when I was coming up, you know, there's a, a couple of dudes that were just holding shit down on, like, the hip-hop circuit. Uh, and you were at, I mean... I remember we DJed Quo together, right? Yeah, Quo. Cool. Uh, you heard him at for the first time at Lot Sixty One. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. you was at Lotus. Were you at Metronome? Yeah, you were at all the spots out. I mean, I can't think of all of them. I was at oh, well, Bungalow Eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. Yeah, and everything. And and uh, I guess I mean I don't really know much about you know like your passing up bringing here in New York. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I do want to touch on the pause the fact that. You are one of the the illest quick mixes, and you know I think quick mixing is definitely, it's definitely a New York thing, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just Fair like dropping it on the one, yeah. and and quick mixing and stuff like definitely. that. What? Where did you get that style from? Shit, let me see. So, because I kind of feel like it all developed from Riz. I'm about to nah, say that I didn't even get it from Riz. Nah. So his. So what I used what I used to do. And I don't know how it happened. It was just ha- out of nowhere. I would wind up playing like sets of artists. Like I play like, let's say, four Ludacris records back to back. Yeah, yeah. 
and it got to a point where I was kind of playing them like really quick mm-hmm. and, and kind of getting to the meat and potatoes of the record because I'm like, yo, right. this part is whack or, or, or whatever. Like whatever artist I was doing, I, I would play like even like Jay Z. I'd play like five Jay Z records back to back. I'm like, I don't feel like playing the whole. I mean, yeah, they're bangers, but right. it might be a little old. You know, it's not, it's not as hot as it was. I'm like, this is the part that everybody sings. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna play this. Do you think it goes back to like the actual origins of hip hop with like just playing the breaks, a little from bit the songs like yeah. that? Yo, just play the mm-hmm. best parts of the songs. Yeah, exactly. And then we were doing that just with like the hip hop records the and the army and just all that shit. Mm-hmm. We we're just like, we would like, for example, um, Real Love remix. We yeah. would play the, the the keyboards in the beginning, yeah. boom, boom, mm-hmm. boom, 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 and then we would just go straight into the Biggie verse sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. playing Mary yeah, yeah. J. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we would just go like we would just almost DJ club records like breakbeats. Well, that's a good way to put yeah. it, right? Yeah. A little bit, definitely. Yeah, and then it's just, and then also when you started quick mixing like five Ludacris records, it was almost like you made one Ludacris song. Yeah. out mm-hmm. of five records, right? Exactly. I, I, I feel another, like that all started with like the Jay Z records. Because Jay-Z had so many hits back in the days. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you just quick mix them shits. And right then it was away. like Biggie the, Jr. Mafia. Exactly. Like, you all mix yeah. that shit up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That and also, um, what made me really like um, start doing that shit was I was in Vegas playing with, with AM. Like the old AM, the fat AM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, so, what's, what's club in at, Vegas? Uh, a Chateau. Oh, shit. Chateau I, in, uh, pa- uh, in Paris? Yeah. Oh, at oh, the shit. time it was called, was it Chateau still? Yeah, nah, I think it was, it was, I don't know what it was. It was called something else. It was, it was but I know what you're talking about. It was risque. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's what it was. It was yeah. 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 So, I was, so I was playing with him and I'm listening to him playing. I'm like, yo, this nigga's. It, it might have been the first time I heard him playing. I'm like, yo, this nigga's dope. Like, he, he gets it in. Yeah. He's clean. He's nice. I'm like, yo, he's letting these records play too fucking long. I'm like, yo, this shit is boring. Like, this, that part's not hot, my nigga. I'm like, yeah. you know, not to shit on him. Not the West Coast style. Yeah, I'm like, yo, that part is like the whack part. And I'm like, yo. And I, I had started dabbling. I always played rock music, but I didn't play like rock set. Uh-huh. And I heard him play, and I'm like, yo, you know what, man? I know, I'm, I know what I'm going to do. And I came home, and I started... That I really implicated that quick mix shit with like with the rock with music. the rock sets yeah and I was just going through them shits quick because it's like people know the hooks and this yeah. and that and I was like you know what if I could just combine all that shit yeah it'd be like a fucking like a a power set you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying like kind of like and that's when I really started I developed the the whole quick mix shit like when was that what year was that. Was this uh, before Serato? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he was doing yeah. this on vinyl, bro. Oh, he vinyl. Was this had to fast. be like 2002, not before that. Uh, 2001? Yeah. Maybe 2000, 2001, maybe. Because mm-hmm. um, I remember, yeah, this was before before, before the, the, what's the, the fucking, um, what's the shit that happened over here? <laughs> Which, uh, the 9/11. shit, 9-11. It was before oh, okay. 9-11. Oh, shit. So, yeah, 2000, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, nine eleven was two thousand one. Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was before that. So it was like that's when I was kind of like Im- implicating it. Just the whole quick mix shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I went. I was, and, and the funny thing is, I wasn't doing it all the time, but I would do it with certain genres. And then this is what happened. I feel like what happened now is it got to a point where the music is so like it's so much music. Yeah, mm-hmm. that you can't you know it's like. If you let a record play, you know, and, and constantly, constantly let records play, uh-huh. you're not gonna, you, you can't get to the heat. It's hard to get to the, to like, 
every right. record. So I'm, I got to play like fuck it. I'm just playing like hot parts of records, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. So I can get to like the the the, the big records. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you know, you, you think about it, it's like a set's like two hours. Mm-hmm. I'm touching everything in two hours. I'm gonna, I'm gonna touch reggae. I'm gonna touch uh, uh, probably do some EDM shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna touch reggaeton. I'm gonna hip hop. R&B, throwback, so it's like, you gotta fucking, like, move. Do you feel Damn. like, in New York, is quick? Is it still resonating with the crowds? Yeah, of course. I, I feel like with the old, the the crowd, the, the older crowd don't like it. Oh, so, so the younger generation fucks with it, have Yeah, it's, it's, it's the old, like... See, I feel the opposite. Yeah. I feel like the older crowd, the older crowds that were fucking with quick mixing in the 2000s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ended like kind of two thousand early two thousand tens. I feel like they're down with the quick mix. Yeah, yeah, they are. And I feel like the new kids just like, why aren't you letting the song play? I I don't think that because now new songs nowadays are only two minutes long. Yeah, so but that's the whole thing is that I I've been getting like uh, I feel like they don't understand the art of quick mixing like the, the, the younger kids now. Well, you know what? Here's here's what I did. Here's what I do. I kind of like. Sandwich certain records, like let's say for instance, like I don't just do a whole new set of new shit because that shit gets boring. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna play like the older, let's say like a Waka record, or yeah. like a, you know, and I'll quick, I'll do like three quick mixes with those type of records. Yeah, and then get to like the heat, and you let the heat. R- r- l- I'll, yeah, yeah. I let it rock for a little bit, so then so they get the idea. They get you. It's, it's, it's like training them, right? Conditioning them. Yeah, yeah. to the point where you're just doing it. And it's just like. All right, that's that's how it goes. I bet, yo, like I would check. So, like you would headline at like twelve thirty, one o'clock, like one o'clock, right? Yeah. I would like come in to like check Ben while he's DJing, mm-hmm. and he at one a.m. instead of like hitting him with bangers, he would do like an hour of like opener shit, but he would just do it so aggressively and so good, and he would rock the mic mm-hmm. like so fucking well. It was just like, yo, he just made everything sound new. Like, he'd be yeah. playing like Chingy right there. And I'd just be like, and he'd just be rocking this shit. Just running through, like, all of those 2,000 records. Like the yeah. hits. Yeah. And just fucking, like, killing it. And I'm like, damn, like. And then I just feel like that art is kind of like, can you still do that shit? I or still no? do you it. still do that shit? I still do that shit because you have I to. I feel like Vegas doesn't understand that shit. They, they want, no. like, as soon as yeah. you get on, they want you to hit them with the newest, latest shit. And it's like that's the opposite of how we build energy yeah. up in New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like when we headline, it's not like we just start throwing headline shit in New York. No. We still got to warm it up for another yeah. hour because yeah. we want motherfuckers to stay the full. You, you, yeah. you got to change the energy. Yeah. Because like you, you, know, like you can't continue the same energy from the guy that was about, like before you because uh-huh. you know, he built a certain, you know, whatever it is, whatever he, you know, whatever level he got the crowd to, I don't want it there. I'm, I'm going to scale it back. Mm. You know oh, what I mean? Scale it down. I'm gonna scale it down. So you're gonna bring it back down yeah, and then build I'm, it back yeah. up. Yeah, because I gotta restart the room. Because mm. I don't want to be where he's at. That's see, Vegas doesn't want that. They don't want you they to restart it. They want you to just continue you know, the no, upward scale. No, keep going up. No, but you know what? When I do play in Vegas, I'll play the old shit, but I, I'll go like for the energy, mm-hmm. mm. and I'll still have the crowd rocking as if I'm playing new shit. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, see, what they don't understand in Vegas is that. Yo, you could you could hold the room till four four thirty if you let me if, if you let me do what I'm gonna do. Right. The, watch the bar ring. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Where like, you know, it's like you you know it's it's like 
fucking a bitch and coming quick. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yo, I bust my nigga two o'clock. Yo, you think about it. Everybody's like, yo, what's what's the num- what's the like one of the number one things that we hear when we're DJing? Oh, if you don't play my record, I'ma leave. Or or or. or you know, like shit like that. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, so you play the fucking record at one forty-five, and they leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. let make them wait till three o'clock. You know, you know, and you should be that good of a DJ to be able to keep them there to wait to hear that shit. Vegas just wants the theatrics, though. Yeah. That that, that big cryo beginning. The headliners here, they don't want to hear like. And yeah. I've seen DJs do it and do it well. You know what I mean? Like Reach was dope at it. Like Reach would come on and kill it for the first hour. And I respected that he didn't. He didn't fall into like the trap of like. But he would do like not opener. opener shit. But he wouldn't yeah. play like the latest, latest shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, he's from New York. He's New York. You know, it's different. He has he has that same upbringing as us. You know, yeah, so yeah. He, he's been around. You know, shit, man. I don't know. I years. feel like that's a lost art. I feel like it's dying art. Do you feel like it a little bit? What playing the old shit? Just that whole no. headline of getting on and then playing Catching and, and warming it up yeah. a little yeah, bit yeah. more. Easing into it a little bit instead of just like hitting them with new shit, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, no, no, it, it is a lost art because nobody's. Do you feel afraid. like openers change too? Like the openers that oh, you do? Oh, yeah. How do you feel like. I don't know. I haven't really dealt with openers in New York, man. So I mean, I've been. I saw you posted a while back. Some opener was like playing all the new shit. Yeah. And then you was like, yo, you see this motherfucker playing all this new shit? Watch me get on. I'm going to play the new shit, but I'm going to play it better than him and get a better reaction. Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> sitting on his life Exactly Cause, nah, Cause it's like Yo you gotta say Like yo Honestly And I always say this I, And I tell openers this I'm like yo man If you wanna play the hot shit I'll let you get on at 2 o'clock But I don't care What time I DJ mm-hmm. As long as I get paid yeah. You feel yeah. me I don't mm-hmm. care about shining I'm Not about shining You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying About yeah. money So mm-hmm. I'm getting paid Yo my nigga You wanna get on at 2 o'clock And play the, play the hot joints Yeah Get ahead Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't care. I don't, I don't need hot joints. It's not. I don't. I'm not. I'm not there. Like for me, it's not a challenge to play hot records. I yeah. feel the exact same way, man. Mm-hmm. I'd rather like an open. Like I, I'd rather have like we were just talking about this. I'd rather have the 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 young kids. I'd rather have them come and do an hour set from like two to three o'clock and just yeah. bang everybody out. Mm-hmm. But let me do like the whole night or something. Let yeah. me warm it up. Let me take it to a sweet spot, mm. and then y'all, y'all young motherfuckers, just come on and just hit them with that high young energy, whatever the fuck y'all want. And then I'll, I'll continue to like, like you know what I'm saying. I'll keep it's the like party a, going. It's like a bathroom break. Like yo, hit the hot shit. Let me go take a dump. I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I'll get back on at three after yeah. you play all the hot records. And then I'll just keep it going because you know what I'm saying. Like, because because I mean, like we've been in the game so long. We have the catalog. We have like yeah. the infinite catalog. We know like how to rock. Mm-hmm. On and on, pause. But I think it's more the you know it's a, on, the catalogs up here than in the computer. Anybody's oh, yeah, gonna yeah, have yeah. the catalog, but you guys know what hits with what and what works with what. That's I ain't gonna front. As I get older, I start forgetting some of these sets. Though, like I'm just like that. that I, I was gonna say you tend to forget a lot of shit. I, I don't know how you lot. think of all the music you gotta play that night. <laughs> I don't. I'm not really good at it no more. Man. Nah, see for me, no, no. Actually, stop lying because I heard you not. So, I heard you in Vegas, body, and I think it was excess or some shit. He was I don't know moving. If that's through I don't know if it's excess, but good. Is it Big band kept, yeah, keep some joint. This motherfucker up. <laughs> I was watching this dude. I'm like, damn, man, this nigga got a lot of energy right now. I'm like, fuck. I know I was, and I never drink. I had like two drinks in me, so I was, I'm, I'm a cheap date when I was boozy. And I was like, damn, man, this motherfucker's moving so fast. I'm like, shit. I oh, saw, yeah. I saw him at One Oak, and he was just 
running through records. Mm-hmm. He was doing like a future shit. He went to like commas. He was just running through shit. And he was on the mic just effortlessly. And you have like one of the best mic voices, man. Top. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, yo, I was just like, fuck, bro. I was like, this motherfucker's still killing this shit. And he, I was just like, it was at One Oak. And I was like, damn, bro. I, I, feel, like, I feel like now, man, you have to have the mic game. Now it's like. It's so important, right? Now, if you don't have the mic game, it's like. Where did that come from for you? Um, like, where'd you pick that up? Or skills I don't like know, that? Man, it's just. It's just a New York shit, it's just man. Us, just yeah. talking shit. It's New York shit, you know, but like, it was it was foreign to us on the West Coast. Yeah, like yeah. we weren't doing that. It was nah, just it was just re- blending, and you know, in the club, you were rarely hear a DJ. On I the remember mic. the first time I played out there in LA, and I was on the mic. Niggas looked at me like I had six heads, man. What's <laughs> 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 with this nigga? Like, huh? He's doing all he's doing. Too. Yeah, I was quick mixing. It was at um, Guys and Dolls. Oh, yeah. okay, that old. Yeah, Where was that, that spot? That that was off on like Santa Monica area. What year was that? Maybe two thousand nine, probably ten. Something earlier like that. than that. No, I, was, I know it was, it was me, me and me and Sour Milk and, and Just Incredible. <laughs> yeah, it was like a nice like boot. It wasn't crazy bougie, but it was like a high end. Yeah, it was a nice good spot. Then, it was yeah. a good spot. And yeah, them niggas were just looking at me like, <laughs> <laughs> "What the fuck are you doing?" Well, those motherfuckers. Okay. Are, those motherfuckers are actually one of the nicest. Uh, Mike dudes, yeah, uh, they're, they're the really good on the mic mm-hmm. uh, on the West Coast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, never. You just said you saw uh, Just Incredible at Light the yeah. other night. Smashed it, man. Yeah, you know, Mike, yeah. he was just killing it. I was just like, oh, yeah, shit. He's dope. on some yeah. like on some. Uh, I don't want to say New York energy, but on some like just like <laughs> energy party <laughs> rocket <laughs> energy. No, right? I mean, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he just did that, a, New, that New York energy. Yeah, Justin, <laughs> Justin just did the shit with Drake, and he was on the. I saw the videos. And yeah, he's yeah. on the mic hyping that shit up, and mm-hmm. yeah. He, he got a vibe. Yeah. Justin yeah. got a vibe. He knows the time. Are you you yeah. was on radio. You was on Hot ninety seven, uh-huh. and then you did uh, Power one hundred five. Yeah. And then did you you uh, never just told me this? You went on tour with Angie Martinez. Yeah. And she I was, was uh, Angie on the mic. So, but the people got sugar in the spice. Yeah, you know <laughs> was that ladies' night? No, yeah. it was, it was, no, at, it was um, after that though. It was after that. When she had Sakari on. Was it like, come home uh, with me? Um, yeah, yeah, that, shit, yeah, yeah, shit, dude, whatever. If I could go and all them, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. I was like her hype man, her DJ. Are you oh, serious? Shit. Yeah, man, how was that? Fucking, how it, was, it? it was, it was cool. It, it's, I don't know, man. It's fucking, it's <laughs> you know what it is? It's like I don't know. Like I had a lot of responsibility because I used to, have to go to fucking sound. She never went to sound check. Yeah, yeah. So like mm-hmm. I had to go to sound check. So I had to be there early, go make sure everything was good. Did and you then, have to put together the show and everything? Yeah, to produce put, it? yeah, do that. Kind of produce the show a little bit. Um, she never really moved. She wasn't the type to like yeah, run around. She's a radio personality. Yeah, right? she wasn't like utilizing the stage. So then I was like, fuck it. Sometimes I play a record and I have a mic. And I let the record play, and I run around yeah. and start hyping the crowd up for her. Oh, oh shit! So like, I was like, "Fuck it!" Like, and then um, you was like her split star, right? Yeah. Something like trying to be <laughs> fuck a, a flavor fake ass flavor play. fucking trying, man. But uh, it was cool. It was all right. It was fun. And um, wait, what? What years were you in at High ninety seven? What year did you start? Oh shit, two thousand. Because that's like the pinnacle of fuck. That's that's like the pinnacle of radio. I mean, if, of like music in New York, especially kind of, New York, yeah, bit, right, yeah, definitely. Yeah, like Hot ninety seven power. The end of two thousand five. In the two thousand five. Yeah. And then, how did you get that shit? Man. You were just like your name was blowing up in the club circuit, and then I was so. I, it was drama. 
<laughs> he just was, got put on one morning and just woke nah, up. No, it was, it was dry. I was at Power 105 first. Uh-huh. Okay. So I was there and then. Um, well, how'd you get Power 105? Just the club circuit? The club like your, name, your name was just get growing in the city? Yeah. At, at that point, I was at Metronome. You were saying? When yeah. It was, it was, was it Metronome or Strata? It was Strata, I think, at that point. Yeah, because it was Metronome and then it became Strata, yeah, right? And yeah. that was like the biggest Saturday party. It's huge. Yeah, it was the biggest at that point. I mean, that was that was a supper club, right? Was that supper? Metronome was Metronome was like a supper club. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, it was a supper club. And I don't know what Strata was, but no, Strata was, had to have been a supper club well, too, right? Well, what they did was this: it was like a catering events kind of place. Yeah, yeah. And um, they were able to separate. Let's say, like, if they had a, a private event on uh-huh. one side, they could do the private event; the other side, they had the club. So they had these big walls that, like, you know, kind of like you know closed or whatever like soundproof walls but then it just got to a point it was just a club wait is this a spot like on 50 something street no no, no on, 20, on 21st 21st, 21st. Like, oh, okay. 21st between 5th and Broadway yeah I was like I was about to say Madison or some shit alright but yeah I, I mean forget that place ever I remember coming up and I was like damn man like I want to I want to do metronome like that was like one yeah. of the spots I wanted to do like and then he would do like stride I'd be like damn man one of these days I'm gonna be like Ben, and I'm gonna do Strider like on a Friday or Saturday. Not knowing you were shit. probably playing already in all those clubs, and you what, were the opener. So, so this is what it was: is that there were two kind of lanes. There yeah. was like the bougie bottle service club, and then there was like I don't know, would you call it like a bridge and tunnel club, or like kind of like a more hip hop club? What which club? What that like club? a metronome, a Strider? Metronome was more mainstream because you had like mainstream. You had everybody there. It was, a, it but was it was like there was like the hot. There was like the bougie kind of like yeah. Well, well like, that's, that's the thing on Fridays and Saturdays. There was really no bougie shit. That's true. Bougie shit is Sunday Sunday to th- Thursday. But you know what I mean, like a Pangea at the time, Pangea yeah. or like a what? What else was another bougie joint? Uh, Sar- Sarafina's, Sarafina's, yeah, yeah, Sarafina's, and then Time Cafe, right? Yeah. yeah, and then when they were doing that shit, mm-hmm. and then yeah. what, a bungalow eight would be kind of bougie, right? That was really bougie. That was bougie, bougie, that was bougie on a, on a weekend. That yeah. was you couldn't get in unless you knew somebody. I couldn't even get in. I was DJing, but they would just <laughs> yo, they would diss me all the time. Shout out disco. I'm about to say disco is the only dude I know that got in because of him. I don't think I've ever been to bungalow eight. Are you serious? I've never been there. I've never been able to get in. Funny thing is that shit is mad small, man. Yeah, it's yeah. small. Yeah. I don't think I was ever able to get nah. in. It was cool. It was all right. It wasn't even all I don't know. Like, not, I'm not trying to shit on it, but it wasn't even all that. Like, to me, it was. You know who used to kill that spot? DJ Soul used to kill that spot. Mm. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I think he was there every Friday or some is shit. Is he like. out here still or is he in Miami? Yeah, he's still here. He's still he here. Is? Yeah. I thought he was in Miami. I thought so too, man. Or is he like going back and forth? I don't know. I know he's here. I, I'm, um, we just booked him. We booked him at, uh, we just booked him at Oka up and down or something like that. Okay. But yeah, he's still moving. He's still. Still, getting, still killing it. I remember at the time, like he had the illest reggae set. Yeah, right? man. He was just known. He was just like, "Yo, Soul yeah. got the illest fucking reggae set." Yep. Yeah, we got to get him on the podcast. Definitely, man. Yeah. Okay. I thought he was in Miami though. That's what me too. Yeah. That was what I heard in the great. Maybe band. I just saw he was just DJing, and maybe that one weekend. But yeah. Uh, sure. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I mean, back to power. Yeah. So you you built your name up. You went to uh, power. Yeah, I was at power first, and then. Um, <laughs> Was that weird, like, first starting out at Power and shit? Or, like, how was the vibe there? Because well, you, when you started there, they just started becoming, like, a hip-hop station, right? Yeah, I started, like, it wasn't the beginning. It was kind of like um, they were trying to find themselves. But the weird thing was that they never let anybody, like, DJ live. 
Oh, so it's pre pre recorded. It's all pre recorded like mixes. So, but that's like a first, nah, for New York a little bit. What pre recorded mixes? Yeah, yeah, because because like uh, ninety eight point seven, uh, hot ninety seven, and one hundred seven point five WBLS, mm-hmm. they would all be live yeah, shit, all right? Live. Yeah. And I used to intern at Kiss. I used to be at the radio station where Red Alert was DJing, and that was live, like from yeah. nine to twelve. Yeah, it was all. That's the thing. I, I feel like that's kind of like the first station that. Embraced like pre-recorded mixes, and I wasn't like. But I'm were a, you like? Were you just doing the mixes, or were you like a personality on nah, the radio? I would talk, you know, shout. You but know, you shout would just, but blah, you would blah, just blah. play your mix kind of shit. Well, I would just, I had to have, bro. You, <laughs> 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 you know, like it's a crazy story. So at the time, I, I had a, a, a bodega. You owned a bodega. I owned a bodega. <laughs> at that time, <laughs> get out of here. Yeah, and first, I, I used to be, What's your what's your background? What, my ethnicity? Yeah, yeah. I'm Puerto Rican. You're Puerto Rican. Yeah. <laughs> that is some Puerto Rican shit. Too, though. <laughs> it is. It is. How old were you yeah. when you owned the bodega, big man? Shit. No, no, no. I like the fact that he had money saved up, and I want to know where it implanted your head to invest in the bodega. <laughs> I, I'm thinking they got passed down to him. No, I, I bought it. Um, <laughs> but what made you want? What made you want to get a bodega? It was never saved up money, and he wasn't like, "Yo, I'm gonna open a bodega." Nah, you know so what I'm I, I just had money. I had money saved, but it was just like my boy was just kind of like hustling, and he didn't want to hustle anymore. And I felt bad. He's like, "I don't want to hustle no more." Yo, it's a good. And he he came to me with the opportunity, so I was like, "All right, you know, bring bring it over." And I I, I wasn't. So he's like, "Yo, do I don't want to hustle, but I could run a I could run a bodega." Maybe. Yeah. So I was like, I was kind of like, I didn't want to do it, but I was like. I'm a I'm a negotiating type of person. I have fun with that. I love beating people. Like I'm the dude you want to take like to the Diamond District and stuff like that. Cause yeah. I, I don't fuck you. You like to haggle, motherfucker. Oh, I'm, I'm a Jew. Really? Oh, yeah, it's that Latin <laughs> shit. Yeah. I, I hate doing that shit. And I love it. So <laughs> Latinos love that. So then, so he actually introduced me to the guy who was selling the bodega. And I got the motherfucker. Oh, so it was all it was all ready to go. It was kind of ready to go. I went in there and I, I like I do like. Handiwork too, so I went in there and I kind of like fucking remixed the whole shit. But um, so I fucking I got the guy and and, and I just the bodegas always got that one refrigerator that doesn't keep anything cool. Nah, my shit's <laughs> that's one thing. My shit's <laughs> a storage <laughs> unit. Yeah. Nah, I be like, it looks cold, and you would go be like, yo, yeah, this man, should be like yeah. lukewarm. You be, like, shit. you be touching every quarter order. Yeah, like, it, yo, what, just what? put it in here. <laughs> nah, my shit's is rocking. But um, so I had so so I had this I had this straight up. Super like Puerto Rican bodega, so fucking. Um, was this in Brooklyn? Uh, in, in, in borderline Brooklyn, Queens, like okay. Ridgewood. All right. So um, whatever. So I drew the guy down. I got him down so cheap. I said, "Fuck it, you know what? It's cheap. I might as well buy it." So I bought it. I mean, at the time, when was this? Two thousand, two thousand three, two thousand four, two thousand three. You was buying bodega. I'm jealous. So, <laughs> so um, DJ goes, my guy. That's that metronome Saturday night money right yeah. there. <laughs> So, so whatever, so I bought the whole thing and I put, I, you know, put my boy in position and um. Damn, you I'll, kept that shit low though. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's just, but back then there was no, there's no uh, uh, um, social, media. social media. Social media, yeah, nobody yeah but we, we all DJs gossip, but we, I felt like yeah. the bodega shit would have gone around to all of Hello, us. Right, like, the motherfuckers buying they, bodega. They got a bodega. Yeah, we don't buy, we don't buy sandwiches. Go to I was, <laughs> yeah, see, the, the, what I was trying to get to is I was, I was the sandwich man. What? Yeah. Mean sandwich, by no, the way. No, my sandwich game is stupid. Like, <laughs> wait, wait, nobody wait. fuck with my sandwich game. So during the day, you would make, you would go there and make sandwiches. I would, I would get there like ten forty five <laughs> for the lunch crowd, my nigga, and I make sandwiches. Wait, That's you crazy. was crazy for rack just to do it because I, I, 
We had no sandwich so guy. Use behind the counter making sandwiches. Yeah. Oh shit. Yo, that's crazy. <laughs> Make you a bad motherfucking sure? hero, my nigga. Wait, what was your, what was your specialty? Which sandwich? Everybody sold a pastrami. Pastrami. Hot pastrami. Cheese, fucking um, <laughs> some type of bacon in there. You know, I hook shit up. What'd you do, mayo? Uh -huh. nah, nah, no, 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 mayo. Mustard, mustard, mustard. 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 Or, or sometimes I mix a little bit of mayo in there. <laughs> oh, crazy, man. man. Yo, my... Yo, you fucking my head up right I'm now. A fat, yo, I'm a, fat, I'm a fat nigga, like, you know, it's not McDonald's. It's like real shit. It's like, you know... It's that good eating. Yeah, it's that good eating. Not processed food in there, baby. Yeah, so... Oh, so what I was getting to was um, <laughs> I like we even talk about his bodega for like thirty minutes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what I was getting to is um, I had to fucking like quit being at the bodega because I was I'm not a recording type of person. I'm not I, like I can't sit home and rec and do mixes. That's just not me. Right. I'm a live nigga. You could just throw me, you know, throw me somewhere. I'm playing. It's not exciting. It's not exciting, right? It's like yeah, a bedroom just, DJ. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it just so I would I would be home, no lie, for like. Eight hours a day recording. Damn. And it was just like, I'm a perfectionist. Like, see how you were like twisted on the knobs, getting crazy and shit? Yeah. I'm just the same way about recording. So I was just sitting there recording it, mixing it, putting the drop here. And I'm not a fucking like Pro Tools genius. Right. So, you know, I'm there just doing all that shit. And, mm -hmm. and it would take the whole day pretty much. And I had like, I had mixes running like Friday night. I had, I had Saturday for a couple of hours. So, like, and then besides that, I, I still kind of was involved. So, how, in long the would I, how long were the mixes? Like an hour, two hours? Two, two hours, sometimes two, three hours. I mean, that's a lot of work. Yeah. That's like, what, two days uh, per mix? Per, no, a mix, yeah, it'll probably take me like a day and a half. A to, day and a half. To, to knock out a mix. And I was doing, what did I, have? I had I had two hours Friday night, and I had, I think, Three hours on Saturday or some shit like that. So you had yeah. the bodega. You was a sandwich man. Yeah, the stat shit stopped. And then you were like, "Yo, I gotta focus on these mixes. I don't have time." Yeah, I don't have time. Bodega went to shit. Did people yo, stop going to yo, sandwiches? How's yes. the sandwich? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so you focused on Power One Hundred Five. You were focusing on the mixes. Yeah. And then your boy at the bodega was like, "Yo, no one's coming for the sandwiches anymore." He just. <laughs> Cause you know what it was? I'm I'm anal, bro. If it's the business and it's money, I'm I'm on point. I used yeah. to fucking come. So I used to leave, you know, we get out the club four, four thirty. Yeah. I used to go to his house and wake him up. Yo, get your ass to the store. Uh, so, you know, knock knock, you up, motherfucker, go to the store. All right, I'm going home, go to sleep. Wow. I'll go to sleep, wake up, go back and make sleep sandwiches. Like four four hours. Yeah, like three, four hours. And then make sandwiches. Make sandwiches, and then after that, you know. And you loved it. You loved doing that shit. Yeah, because it was fun. It was just, you know, so it was something to do, something different. And then, so you did that, what, like Monday through Friday or some shit? Yeah. And then you would take a nap after? Like, when, when did this shift end? Like, 2 o'clock? Like, 2.30. Then you're hanging out, bullshitting. So, like, you leave at 5. You go home. Maybe catch hour, hour and a half. Mm -hmm. You know, get ready for the club. Yeah. Dinner, club. This is some yeah, New York man. shit though. The sirens in the background. You hear I that know, shit? Yeah. <laughs> I, miss I miss that. I miss that shit. Yeah. Like, motherfuckers. Anyway, <laughs> welcome to New York, motherfuckers. Uh, New York episode. Yeah, so all right, so then so then what happened? I left, but I had to leave. I put uh I put my net my I, I so my when you left power? No, oh, I no. left the, the store. The bodega. The bodega. Oh, shit. I thought that would that would have been super real if you left power for the bodega. To yeah. keep making sandwiches. <laughs> I fucking should have, man. <laughs> but um, he hung up his. You know, you know what it is? Apron. 
it's like every 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 New York DJ's dream is like being on radio. Yeah, yeah. It's like definitely. And, yeah. and it was never my dream. I never gave a shit about it. Mm-hmm. And so I started. Uh, I used to date this girl that worked there, and I never, I never, I didn't care. I never thought about radio. I was always doing. You know, I was I was in the clubs. Right. I had nine residencies for years. But there was, yeah. I mean, there was kind of a difference between a club DJ and a radio dude. A yeah. little bit. You oh, know hell what yeah, I mean? big difference. Yeah. But I was the one crossing the boundaries. I was the one doing the bougie shit, doing the hood shit. Yeah. And that's what I, you were like all over the place, which yeah. was I was t- talking about. You would do a metronome, but then you would do like a bungalow eight, and then yeah. you would you would be in the bougie spots and the hood spots and the bridge and tunnel shit. Yeah. And it was like all mixed in. Like you were just touching every market in the New York in New York. Yeah, I was doing all that shit. And then you were hitting up radio, yeah. If when you're doing the club shit circuit like that, you don't need to be on radio. It's no. actually sometimes a bad look. It's a, and, and at the time, what's if, funny is when I got to Hot 97, it hurt me. It did because mm. I I got that stigma now. Oh, your hood radio DJ. Oh, and the I lost spot in the bougie yeah, spot. I lost all that shit. Oh wow, damn. And you know I had to give up a lot, bro. Like I had to give up. So here's how I stopped doing Strata. I had Strata every Saturday night. Mm-hmm. So when I got to Hot, they're like, um, "Well, we're gonna give you Saturday nights. You know, three the hard way. You cast one Bobby Trends." I was making $1,200 every fucking Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. And that's the only thing I had because all the bougie clubs stopped fucking with me because I was on Hot 97. So, you know, and and, and it's the week, the week. Well, how did they tell you that? They t- they literally told you, like, yo, you on a radio now? No, they just, you just find, you know, yeah, you yeah. find Stop out. Calling. Yeah, they just stopped calling. They stopped booking you. And they just like, yo, damn. It's like, you find out. Yeah, yeah. And, and then I had that, I had that one real solid gig. And I gave that shit up for radio. Mm. So at that point, like when I first started, hot, I was like hurting. Damn. At high ninety seven. Yeah. All right. So you were. So you gave up the bodega to go to 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 keep doing power one hundred and five, right? Yeah. Is that was based? Did you just sell it to your boy, or you just no? Like I just let them run it. I said, Yo, you got. This. They said, Oh, we'll buy you out. I'm like, fuck it, go take it. Okay. Go. It never happened, but. <laughs> So you still own the bodega? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Straight, you know, yeah, whatever. He's <laughs> technically, but I mean, yeah. yeah. So go to the bodega. You want to give him the address? <laughs> nah, I mean, he, it's gone. They're not. They're not running. They were supposed to run you some paper, but they didn't run you no paper. Nah, man, I used to yeah. just go there and fucking take what I wanted. <laughs> 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 I take he just snacks. like walked in, went to the back, just made a sandwich, and then just, like, yeah, I would do. I would like that's exactly what I would do. Go to the sandwiches. Like if I wanted a sandwich, I'd be like, "Fuck." He probably like, "Yo, man, I should keep the station clean. Why you have the station so fucking messy? And you do all that shit, make your sandwich, and then bounce." Yeah, yeah, I know. And then. Oh, man, and then so you were at Power 105 how long were you there a year a year mm-hmm. and then Hot 97 came yeah and then um, were they, was it like some competition shit where they were like yo we, yeah definitely are you comp- ready to fuck with the big boys now and yeah, like some, pause yeah some competition shit um, you know they're playing dirty and it goes really deep I'm not gonna go into it yeah but, um, <laughs> Um, well, I, can you break something down? Like, uh, you don't have to answer this question, yeah. but I'm wondering because I always hear about it. There's some dramas popping off out there. It's right? New York, man. man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you call it? Yo, um, how is? Because I always hear there's no money in radio. There isn't. It's like, what do you get? Hourly pay or some uh, shit? Yes, unless you have a contract. Uh, like, obviously, F- Flex has. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. making money. Yeah. If you're not morning show. 
So here's the money. The money's in the mo- the, the biggest money's in the morning show. Mm-hmm. You know, then from there, just you, drive times, right? Going yeah, to work and, and then, coming from work. And then midday, sure. midday is really nothing. Um, the traffic jams. Yeah, tra- afternoons is is good money as well. And um, nighttime is not the greatest, but depending on who you are, like, like flex, of course, gets paid. Right. You know, that's flex. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, it's not like the biggest. They're not getting the biggest check. The biggest checks are like usually, at, you know, the, the midday drive and, and uh, yeah, yeah, in the morning. morning. I mean, afternoon drive in the morning. Yeah. So then at Power, uh, Hot 97 was kind of like recruiting you. Did you mm-hmm. leave Power on like a like probably bad terms or? Well, I kind of left on a bad on bad terms. Well, anyway, it was it was the powers the powers that be that were up there at the time. Right. Were trying to like make me the main dude at Power 105. Yeah, and there was there was a DJ. What's his name? Um, DJ Cut. I don't know. He came from like I don't know what. Some motherfucking <laughs> backwards state or some shit. I don't know, like like you know one of them like mid Midwest states or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. And he came and he came in and and he was running shit and he was the one who implemented no live you know no live DJing and which all that is shit. which is what they do in the probably in the Midwest radio right is they probably do pre recorded sets so, yeah yeah because that's like we talk about like. Uh, fashion at Phoenix and like Scottsdale mm-hmm. Arizona it was all pre recorded yo yeah. 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 Even LA is kind of pre-recorded. A lot of them, yeah. especially Sometimes. on the weekends. Yeah. Yeah. On, the, on the weekends, yeah, a lot of them. Vegas is pre-recorded or is it live? Uh, some stations. My station is still live, uh, but on the, uh, like for the uh, Clear Channel station, or yeah. not Clear Channel, iHeart station, mm-hmm. it's all pre-recorded. So then you would they were prepping you to be the like the the star, kind of like the flex yeah, of power. Like the newer, right? well, I don't know about the flex, but I don't like that. They wanted me to go up against enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So right, so and I had so much beef. So then they stopped the talking. Like you can't talk. Like you know, on your mixes, you just mix it. I was like, what? That's wait, what wait, they, you had beef with enough? No, I didn't have beef with enough. But um, no, they wanted me to go up against enough. Oh, okay, okay. So, but at the time, what was happening was um, they they, they stopped letting us talk on the mic. You know, on, yeah, and it's yeah. like, you know, if you can't talk, you're just a jukebox. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you're nothing. You're just playing music. Right, right. So I was like, I'm out. And then that's when Hot came along, and I was like, you know what, man? Fuck this. Fuck this. <laughs> I'm out, man. What happened? I was like, every DJ's dream is to be on Hot 97. Yeah, yeah. So, so I left. I said, fuck, I just rolled the dice. Yeah. Did you get picked up as a DJ or as a host or? No, as, as a DJ. Okay. So I, when you made that switch to Hot 97. Yeah. It was like a good look, but then it was like a bad look, like you said, because you lost the bougie clubs. Yeah. And then you were kind of struggling because all you had was the Hot 97, and then you had Strata, but then did you lose Strata? I lost it because I was on the radio Saturday nights, Mm -hmm. so it's either be live on radio or be at the club, and then at that point, you're like, so... So then when did it turn around, do you think, for you? When I stopped giving a fuck. <laughs> what does that mean? Like, like um, I just started pre-recording my set. I said, fuck that. And it was after a while. It was after like, shit, man. I don't know. Maybe like a year and change. I was just like, yeah, I'm pre-recording my shit. Yo, here's my CD. I'm out. And they're like, what? Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, like, fuck it. Like, At Hot 97? Yeah. What, what time slot was that? I was uh, Saturday nights. We do okay. we doing twelve to four, and then what I would do, what I would do also is um, I would do like so it got to a point where um, Cass, what about me, trust got their own like 
slots, mm-hmm. and they left me at. I had to talk the four shift. So I'm there for four hours. And I'm like, why am I here for four hours? Like, this is this is not lucrative. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. helping me. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I was getting like, you know, it's, here's the thing about doing radio. You, you'll get like those weird gigs. In, in like, clubs like Long Island or, yeah, yeah. In or like Jersey. Jer- like, yeah, yeah, so I st- all of that shit started moving for me. Because you but, were building a name and then like you were building a following. Yeah, right? but it was just like all the shit that I, that I worked hard to get, like all the, you know, like, it's right. like the downtown parties, I lost all that. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, So damn. how long was that? How long was that run of you just doing radio and then doing like the Jersey and Staten Island and Long Island shit? That was was like from 2000, I want to say from 2006 to like, oh no, it stopped in like 2007. When when they started really noticing me on the radio, that's when that shit stopped. And then so you like, started getting... So like for cl- three, three, three and a half years. Three and a half years. That's a long time. Yeah, man. like not doing like... The One Oaks and all that shit. Like, were you kind of like? I mean, it was like hurtful. It was like a little. I mean, I wouldn't say you was depressed, but it was definitely like, it, like you know what I'm saying. Like, it was was you like, damn, yo? I was, like, what I, the was fuck? I was pissed off because I was like, damn, man, like I'm still the same dude. Does it right? You know, but then um, what I, I had to figure out a way out. And right, that's the problem. It's just like you can't see you by yourself can't figure a way out, and that's how I. One, I'm going into getting management and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I never had, man, you know, I never had, you know, like I think, I think management in New York City was like, you know, corny for for the most part. Right, right. Until you saw, like, damn, like you need one to like help you politic and, mm-hmm. and get you into certain rooms or get you back into what you were doing. You know, you need a you need a mouthpiece, pretty mm-hmm. much, somebody to talk to you. Yeah, talk because you. it'd be one of those things where like we would see each other during the day, like on Tuesdays, where we would pick up our check, right? Yeah, and we'd have to go like I'd go to Kane, and everyone would be outside, like just walking in and out, getting their check from yeah. like three to four or some shit like that. Like you had to be there from three to five to pick up your check. I think something like that. Yeah, some dumb shit. But then, uh, so wait, so you got man? What management did you get at that time? So my first first manager was uh, um, Jessica Rosenblum. Mm. Shout out to legend, her, yeah, yeah, she's fucking you know, legend. She's, you know. she's a queen. You know, she came, she came up with Flex, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, she made Flex, bro. Yeah, yeah, she came up with Diddy and Puff. Yeah, yeah. Puff and Diddy. She made, yeah. you know, she started the tunnel, man. Yeah. Damn. You know, so it's like shit like that. And people forget that. People forget, like, you know, the, the people behind. The scenes, yeah. Behind the scenes, behind the main person. You know, and it's like, mm-hmm. if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be here, you know. So it's like, she helped me out a lot. She, and it was funny, man, like, like, I didn't know what else to do. I was like, shit, man, I need management. I need somebody to talk for me. So I kind of just, like, went out on a limb and, and spoke to her and. You know, she's like, all right, fuck it. Like, I'm a, I'm a, you know. And then she started getting you kind of back into the all the all the yeah. clubs in New York, and then it started working again. Yeah, she started she she started it, and then from there it, it, it took back off again. I was like back where I was at. I was actually better than. Where yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, because you had the hot ninety seven name, and yeah. then you had the the name exactly. Yeah. It's like the co- it's like I had the hot ninety seven name, and then like she gave me that. She gave me that shine because she had like, bro, like, that's when like Greenhouse was popping, mm-hmm. like that she was stupid crazy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And she had, it, and she had me there. I was resident on Thursday at Greenhouse, you because like Friday and Saturday never mattered. I feel like it's it's like if you have a, a you know something popping 
Sunday through Thursday and you're there, then it's mm-hmm. like it matters. Yeah. It was all about the the industry nights. Yeah. And exactly. I started forgetting about that in Vegas though a little bit because I feel like industry nights started dying in the past six to eight six years or so in Vegas a little bit. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. I would say in the past six to eight years, mm-hmm. uh industry nights in Vegas started dying, but uh. but I also kind of felt like that when in New York a little bit. Yeah, it, it, it has. I mean I mean I'm not gonna say it. Well, it slowed down because people aren't going out as much as they used. Because to. like I, I would come to New York, you know, and then honestly, when you started, the whole greenhouse legacy, yeah, was when I was in Vegas. So yeah, I kind of right. missed that shit. Yeah, man, you missed. That yeah, yeah, so I missed that whole shit, and uh, so I would come back, and every and more recently, I would come back and be like, "Yo, what's popping Sundays?" And Sundays used to be Lotus, right? Mondays yeah. used to be Butter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Tuesdays used to be I don't know probably like Kane or I don't know what the fuck it was like Wednesdays was Marquee Suede Kane I mean Tuesdays was like Suede Kane back in the day right mm-hmm. and yeah. then Wednesdays was Marquee. Marquee yeah and then Thursdays I mean I think there was Show and there was something else right but I don't know what the fuck it was uh, yeah yeah but then I mean there was like a night every night mm-hmm. and then at a certain point I would come out here and they'd be like yo there ain't nothing really popping right now like yeah. and I thought that was fucking weird yeah so then you started getting into the greenhouse. Yeah. So, I mean, that shit was like the, like every rapper, everyone was going to that shit. Yeah. And that's how it started. Like that's, for me, like getting back, like Jessica Rose will put me when, back. What was the night that was popping? <clears throat> it was, well, the, the, the more, the urban night was Monday. Okay. Um, I think they were open Tuesdays, but it wasn't popping. It might have been like some weird shit on a Tuesday, but like. Thursday was kind of like the the good crowd, mm-hmm. and you still had rappers in there. Hey, was you spending the night when um, Chris Brown and Drake got into it? No, nah, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> was that was that whip. That was that whip. That was oh, downstairs. I thought that was a, oh, okay. What to say? That yeah. was downstairs, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, was, right. Scram, was that Scram Jones and shit? Might have been. It might have been. Yeah. Been. I was doing that so, party. I got. Why did I stop? So Whip was, up, I mean, Greenhouse was upstairs and Whip was the downstairs. downstairs. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's what it was, right? And Scram yeah. Jones, I always, I was, you know, shout to Scram Jones. I always thought that was his room, like, downstairs, right? At Whip. Okay, yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I know he's that. Yeah, Scram used to kill that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So then you started doing Greenhouse and everything, and then Hot 97 was popping. Yeah, it was just there. It wasn't. It was, there. It was just there. I was just, you know. Were you ever getting any leadway to like getting prime time slots at nah, High Ninety Seven? No, not at all. Not just more. I, I, you know what? The only person that helped me up there, I, I shout out to him. And I don't care what anybody says. I love that nigga to death. Is Mister C? Oh, Mister C. Mister yeah. C is the only one that ever held me like held me down at that station. Yeah, and and it's it's you know. It's weird because everybody used to be afraid of him at one point, you know. And even, and even like when I first, it, the funny shit is when I first got to Hot ninety seven, he 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 was the one who had to sh- like show me around. So he was like, "Yeah, I understand the powers that be. Uh, once you hear Hot ninety seven, but yeah, if it was up to me, you wouldn't even be here right now." <laughs> <laughs> he told me that shit. I was like, "Fuck this nigga, man!" Fuck him. <laughs> and I was hurt. I was like, "Damn, man, that's Mister C." Like. You know, he was like a god to me. Was, he, like, was he hating or he was just... Nah, because he's like pro-hot... You no, know, he's pro-team, pro-hot 97. Like, if you ain't a hot 97, like, 
So it, die. it was the fact mm-hmm. that you came from power, right? Yeah, exactly. I, so that's the prime of the beef and all that shit too. So yeah, I mean, it wasn't really beef. It was like bullshit. Like power wasn't doing nothing really like that. But um, so but it wound up that dude was the one who like wound up helping me yeah, like, yeah. at the station and having my back when like nobody did. Damn. So shout out to Mr. C, man. I love that dude. Man. I mean, what? It was, how long is he? Was he? He was known for the old school at noon, right? Yeah, yeah. go back mm-hmm. at noon. Yeah. Yep. And then, oh shit! What yeah, was, Friday. Think, he did the traffic jam, I think. Traffic no, he had Friday nights. I think Friday yeah. nights, mm-hmm. like late night. Uh, um, and then what was the? Was it Memorial Day weekend where they'll have like the illest DJs come on and all of that shit? What what weekend was that? That was uh, um, it was a holiday weekend. Yeah, right? any, mostly was it Fourth of July. Every or? holiday weekend they, yeah. they would do that. They would do that shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They did it, and then they stopped. And then they would just use like you know, like like you know whatever DJs they had. Yeah, yeah. And then it got to a point where they opened. But it back would up you again. be involved in that whole shit too? Because I'm, I'm trying to think like, yeah. How I mean, long were you at Hot ninety seven? Shit, I was there for ten years. Ten years. Yeah. And then we kind of had Sife. We had Cypher, uh, Cypher Sounds here. Shout out yeah. to Cypher. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. And he kind of said, like, they kind of did him. Like, he, he sacrificed everything for yeah. the radio station. bro, we all did. And he sacrificed everything, and he, he was there to the end. And he said, in the end, like, the loyalty yeah. is what bit him in the ass, kind of. Same with me. Because I, I got offers again to go back to power Yeah, when they were popping. And I was like, nah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And I lost a lot, like... I didn't want to go into it. Besides the bodega shit and everything, I lost a lot, bro. Like, going to hot, I lost a lot. The bougie lot, spots, all that No, shit. Like, besides that, like, financially. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, financially, I took a huge fucking hit. Huge. Because you took that hit probably around the time after when I left for Vegas, which was 2005. Yeah. And um, I remember talking to my, my, my boys, and I was like, yo, what's, like we were just talking about what's popping in New York. And I think they were like, I would be like, yo, Big Ben's on High 97 now or something like that. And I'd be like, oh, word? And I thought that was kind of, I thought it was dope. But then I was like, damn, that's a little, like, he was killing the clubs. Yeah. It was kind of one of those things is if you were killing the clubs, why would you go on the, yeah. why would you go on the radio? It was like a, exactly. a different it thing. Was, yeah. Especially but, if you're not like, especially if it's not prime time. It's like the late hours. But I think that like, like everyone, there's, there's so many people that have been there for so long. That you like, <laughs> unless someone like passes away yeah, or like some yeah, shit exactly. happens, like someone dies. Yeah, it was the waiting like, game up there, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's like we're the literally Supreme waiting for someone there. to like get, get fired like, or like yeah, die. Or just, yeah. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> you know, that's and that's the thing when somebody would get fired, yo, everybody got moved around. It was like, you know, like a little, a little like extra foot up, like oh wow, you know. Do you kind of regret like being a hot ninety seven or not? I do. You do. I can't front. I do because, I mean, I do, I do and I don't. Well, yeah. Tell me, tell me what you do regret, but then tell me what you learn re- out of it. You I know regret what I'm the loyalty. Right. You know, you loyal. You know, Cipher said the same shit. Loyal yeah. to the fall. Yeah. Like straight wow, up. Yeah. You know, you're protein. No matter what, and it's like. But do they do they kind of like manipulate you, knowing that they are like the pillar of yeah, hip hop and of like the, they they're do. like a huge like you know. Yeah, like an iconic like the, figure in New York. The one radio station in New York. So they fuck with you open. with that. Yeah, and then you're course, just like, yo, bro. I'm going to stay loyal to these motherfuckers. Yeah, you're loyal to because you feel like you're part of, you know, like, it's like hip-hop royalty. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm here. I'm standing next to my idol. Yeah. You know, I can I put my arm around my idol. I'm fucking like, 
see my idol every day, you yeah. know, whoever it is, like whether it's Flex, whether it's Mr. C, whether it's Angie, you know, you're right next to these people. You talk, so you feel like, damn, I actually like worked hard on my life and I got to where I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So you feel good about it, and it's like, you know, you're loyal. You, you know, you're loyal to it because you're thinking that, all right, eventually my day will come. But it's like. Because everyone wants to have that. not going to come. Yeah, everyone, <laughs> everyone wants to have this show and, like, interview fucking artists, right? I, I guess. I mean, I feel like now it's different, but... um, But back then, I think, like, the, the pinnacle of Hot 97 would have your own show to DJ and then have, like, dudes like Jada Kiss come through, bring his new record, and you would play his new record or some shit and then kind of mix it up for a little bit. You know what I mean? I mean, that... that, that Eat uh, enough would do that. I yeah, mean, yeah. That, That's like I mean, I never wanted that. I always just you just wanted to just be have your own like a like a prime time. Yeah, like give slot. me like a fucking twelve at night every day or some shit. You know, like midnight show. It's not anything. You know, just yeah. my own little. You know, put me in my own corner and I'm happy. You know, and you want to do the shit live. Yeah, and do it live and and. and but no, actually, it was better to be recorded, man, because it's like, fuck that. I need to get some money. I need to be in the yeah. streets, man. You gotta, yeah, you got to be in the clubs at that time, if yeah. anything. Yeah, yeah. So um, so then, when at what year did you leave Hot 97? Like 2000... 2015. 15. Yeah. But and before then, you left Hot 97, you did Summer Jam a couple of times, right? Yeah, like twice. Yeah. How was that shit? Nervous. Nerve-wracking. <laughs> um, really? I mean... I saw the videos on YouTube. That shit looked crazy, man. It was just- yeah, it's just like, bro, it's like, you know, you know what's kind of funny, man? Like, I was DJing. I just blocked the people out. Like, I act like they're not even there. Really? Yeah, because it's just like, you start focusing on that shit. You can't think of what record you're going to play next. You did it twice, right? <laughs> you did it twice? Yeah, I got to do the main stage twice. All right, so what was the lineup the first time? Like, do you remember who you were after, before, or whatever the fuck? I didn't have, like, a super prime... You know what's funny? The first time I did it, um, enough, someone enough couldn't do it. So I had like enough slot, which is like a prime time yeah, slot. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. And like. See, I can't picture Big Ben nervous for some reason. No, right? Man. Yeah, I mean, man. shit like that. You're going to be nervous. I can't see that either, man. You know, you, know, you know what it is, man? It's just like. Because you were so confident. like. But a club is a club. A club is easy. It's nothing. But it's like 50,000, whatever. Yeah, it's like 50,000 people. And and then if you watch Mr. C tear that shit down, it's like you can't no but there's not one DJ in the history of Hot ninety seven that can tear that shit down the way C tears it down. To this day. So it's, it's like I was there watching C fold the fold the fucking stadium. So you're like, damn this nigga's fold I can't do that. Like I can't I, I don't know. Like what what am I gonna do? Like and yeah, I am the quickest mixer, whatever, in the fucking, whatever I am, but uh, I'm quick mixing, and I got the crowd rocking, but I'm not going to have the crowd rocking, like, see. What was it about Mr. C? What, what was it? I don't know, man. It's just the confidence, the fucking, like, he would just command the people, bro. It's like, you know, like, he would go up, and he does that all the, and every stadium I ever see him, he always does that shit. It's just like, damn, see, like, fuck, how do you, and, and he makes them do shit, sing, don't sing, and he starts, you know, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. He's, just, he's a fucking monster, bro. And so, do you remember what was the what was popping that year? Like, what was the two years that you did it? Do you remember that shit? shit? Man, I don't even remember, man. I was just play- I remember the first, when I when I did when I did go on for for E. I was playing a bunch of records. I did I did good. I mean, I did all right. You know, I didn't fuck up. I played 
And then um, I feel like I was on for longer than I was supposed to be on because something yeah. was happening. Like they couldn't get the axe ready or something. Something like that. And I was like, it was like almost ten minutes. I was I'm like, and ten minutes is a lot. Like to be quick mixing, like because you you know we quick mixing the club, and you're like super quick mixing when you because it's high energy. It's like, yeah, 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 it's like a, a sentence and then to the next one or like a beat. You know, maybe like a you know like a, a eight bar beat. Jump into the next. Because you want the crowd, to, you want you want the crowd to react to the song that you drop. Yeah, you want them to. Uh, sing the first couple dope lyrics and sit and you're out and then at the end of like the lyric you yeah. want to hit them with the next exactly. one exactly and then keep do- keep that going and keep that going so I was on the mic and I was just like fuck I'm looking around and thank shout out to L Bugs L Bugs was like Bugs like grab the mic like grab it yeah so I could like really play cause like after a while like you're not supposed to be on no longer than longer than five minutes so I like after like five minutes I was like yeah. Not that I lost steam, but I was like, "Fuck, I gotta start thinking." What, what, you know, and pre- the next pre- records, and prepping yeah, yeah. these records. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Fuck!" And I looked at, I looked at I, Bugs was there. He got on the mic. I was like, "Perfect." So I was like, you know, if you just if you just got a DJ, you don't uh-huh. gotta think of what to say. It's easy. Yeah, everyone needs like a Frank Jigger sometimes, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, yo, and shout, the, to, shout yeah. to Frank Jigger is one of like a. With the best, like, the best mic, mics, yeah, yeah, classy. Like he, he's classy with it, yeah, yeah. Oh, hell yeah, <laughs> it's like known in like the New York nightclub scene to just be rocking a mic, sitting on a stool, sitting on a stool, talking shit about everybody and keeping the party rocking. The way he talks, and they're coming yeah. in, just you know. See, shout out to him, be, you know this person. He be dropping celebrity names that's not even in the building. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit, Madonna's in the building, yo. It's the crazy. Here. On a Wednesday, they coming in. No, no, no. You're like, yo. you be looking around, it's like, oh shit, Madonna. Madonna's here. <laughs> I mean, after Michael Jackson, anything is possible. So I wouldn't put it past Madonna being there. So, um, what do you call it? So then, summer jam. Like, do you? I mean, did you have fun or was it just like, yo, like? I got done wrecking, my- man. It ain't fun. <laughs> fucking like, but when you got done, know. were you like, yo, like I fucking did my thing, or would you? No, like, I'm just like, it's over. <laughs> Took a breath. Thank God. <laughs> it's over with. Yeah, I did it. Thank God. I, I know I didn't fuck up. Sweaty. I did okay. <laughs> Thank God. That's crazy. Did C yeah. tell you anything, or did you talk nah, to him about she that shit? Give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I heard you do your thing. All right. Nah, nobody cares. It's like you know. But you've done like big arenas like that for other shit, right? Yeah, see, but it's different. You know, it's like, you know, doing Summer Jam versus doing like other big arenas and shit like that. Like, I did shit for Migos, uh, open one time, and it's just easy because you're just playing records. You already know what to play, you know what to do. But it's like, yeah. High 97, like, you're like, damn, I can't play this because that artist. Is oh, performing yeah, yeah, yeah. this art, so you're like, oh shit, yeah, snaking through shit. I didn't even think about that. Yes, yeah, so yeah. you got to snake through, and there's a lot, and then it's like they have, they always have a, a um, um, surprise guest. Yeah, so you already know what the surprise guest is gonna be, so you got, you can't even play that. Yeah, uh, you know, so you just snake, and it's always the hottest record, so you just snaking through shit, snaking through shit, snaking through shit. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so you can't really like get your shit off. It's just like. There's so many like obstacles and you gotta like dodge all of these yeah. bullets. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, that's why like when it's done, you're just like, "Fuck, I got through it." Exactly. I didn't well, play no records that I was supposed yeah. to play. Did the, I did the right thing. I kept it rocking. <laughs> yeah, 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 
I get what you're saying. No matter what you do, the crowd is like, okay, but where's the artist? Like, they're just waiting, right? Yeah. Well, you know, you know, it's not even that. No, like, you're rocking. You're, they're rocking with you. They're having yeah. a good time. Because, you know, you're doing, you're playing the swag surf. You're playing all the, you know, two-step and the fun records. So they're having fun. But, you know, it's just, like, you're rocking, but nobody's rocking it like C. Let's be clear. <laughs> it goes back to Let's be clear. Everybody, I don't give a fuck. You know, everybody on High 97, y'all know what time it is. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, y'all ain't doing what C did. Nobody. Wow. Is he still on Hot 97? No, nah, no, nah, he's not on the wow. When did he stop? Uh, when, Like, what year was he just? Like, 2013, I want to say. Yeah, I, I took his I, I took his old slot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think 2013 was when he got, uh, I don't know. He quit. he quit. Yeah, yeah he, he quit. left. He quit. I mean, shit. I mean, it was just so much drama going on about that shit, but he was yeah. still, like, the best thing about that station. Was uh, it difficult filling in those shoes for you, Big Ben? Um, yes and no. I mean, because, well, actually, I spoke to him first. I said, yo, is it okay if I take the slot? You know, like, yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, like, that out of respect, number one, you got to respect, you know, he's a god. You got to respect the god. So it's like, if you just said, nah. I mean, by, by that time, how long had he been on Hot 97? I mean, probably 20 years or something. Shit. But you just got to respect him. So I hit him, I asked him, I said, yo. I think they're gonna give me the slot. Is it okay if I, you know, I take it? So yeah, you better take it. So I said, mm-hmm. all right, cool. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of wanted, like, because if you'd have said no, I just would have been like, no, nah, I can't do it. Like, right, right. you know, she so said no, and that's part of the loyalty that we had at Hot ninety seven. You know, or like mm-hmm. certain people had. I don't know about now, but we had at that time. We were loyal to like whoever it is who helps you. You know what I mean? So you know. He gave me he gave me the blessings. I said, "All right, cool, I'll do it." And it's like for me, it meant something because before him, it was Red Alert, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and to us, Red Alert is like a fucking you know God. Yeah, so I'm yeah. like, shit. I'm playing at the same time Red Alert used to play, mm-hmm. right? The same time that C used to play, and now I'm here. Mm-hmm. So that's it. So I wasn't making a dime. It's like hip hop history, that's exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wasn't making a dime, but. You know, it w- it was just keeping on that legacy. Yeah, yeah, is what meant something to me, and that's all. It's funny now it's dead, but you know. Yeah, it's funny how like you talk about the legacy and the history of it all, but then there's also like an underlining regret as well. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it it feels like it was almost it was like a it was like kind of like a not childhood, but it was like kind of like a like a fantasy or yeah, like you exactly. know what I mean? But yeah. then. You realize, like, uh, it's like it's smoke and mirrors when you see my a little eyes, bit, like, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So then, what was the what was the when you left Hot ninety seven? What was like the final straw, or what was it that you just that broke the camel's back? Basically, it was um, somebody's coming. Somebody came after me, man. Somebody came. Oh, nice. No call ID. <laughs> Somebody came after my job, and it was just like you know, and it was crazy. It was just like. Somebody from out of, out of town came in and it was like, mm-hmm. I want, you know, or, you know, they, they were a mixer. And it was just like, they had the midday slot. It was just like, well, I'm a mixer, so I want to mix on my own show. I don't need no DJ. Yeah. Instead of like respecting the, you know, I was there 10 years. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there was no, there's no, you know, it's just hard. Like, no, there's no respect, no loyalty. And it's just, you know. Because, you know, did whatever they could do, I guess, to get me out, out the door. And I got me yeah. out the door. Wow. Yeah. Was it kind of a blessing, though? or It was. It was. 
because I was I wasn't traveling like I like I you know like like I needed to be. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was really fucking me up health wise because you know you're in the club again getting out at four o'clock. Uh-huh. I was waking up at nine forty five. So I had because I, I started at eleven forty, mm-hmm. and you know, bro, the park is it's either you pay fifty dollars a day to park, or you find parking. So you're bouncing, you're rushing. I'm fucking rushing from Brooklyn to get to the station to, to find parking, and I'm like, yo, I don't, I don't feel like paying fifty dollars a day. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm basically paying to to fucking be on the radio. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, cause you're not making shit. You're making fucking what was it like? Minimum gas weight. money, bro. Yeah, yeah, if that. So, um, so pretty much, I was just like, "Yo, man, you know what? I could, I could focus on my life. I could focus, you know, back on right what I need to be doing." And 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 I started up again at, at like Power, doing guest slots at Power and stuff, and it was cool. But it's just I didn't, I didn't go hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just kind of did it to do it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was, you know, and, and again, it's like it's hard, man, because you dedicate. Um, that's the thing in life. If you have, if you want to accomplish a lot of things, and you're on radio, you really can't accomplish shit because mm-hmm. your life is based on the radio. Yeah, just, on that building. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm the type of person. I like to do a lot of things, man. I like to, you know, I'm a handy. I, I might wake up and fucking. Got a tile of floor, or, or who knows, you know, who knows how many more bodegas he could have had. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. exactly. <laughs> that chain already by now. Yeah, that too. Like, like I'm, 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 um, I'm into investing. I'm into like you know doing a lot of like shit yeah, like yeah. that, mm-hmm. and it holds you back because it's like I gotta be here at a certain time, and right. you're like so no matter what, I'm there, you know, at this time, and then after you, you know, after you're finished. You, you know, you, you don't leave because you're like around amongst your peers. You you're know, just and, kicking it. Yeah, yeah you're kicking it. You're hanging out. And then, you know, you're home at like five, six, or then, oh, let's go get dinner. Oh, so you go get dinner. Then after that, you go home, chill for an hour or whatever, two yeah, hours. DJ later that night. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it becomes, it's a lifestyle, bro. It's like, uh-huh. so it's one or the other. It's like you're either there and, and devoted to it or now, which, you know, I have the freedom to do things on the outside so you've been traveling more probably in the last three to four years right yeah actually i stopped um um like when i when i quit hot i kind of didn't want to travel as much i was just i was just i was i was a little tired bro i was just like tired of everything just needed a break right yeah Yeah. so i took i took a nice like i would i would do parties here and there i would travel here Mm -hmm. not like hard body but um i kind of took a nice break and and you know Settle down. I said, you know what? Let me relax. You know, get back to my old self. And I started traveling a lot again. I, I didn't realize how fucking rigorous radio was. Yeah, man, it's it draining. Is. Yeah, sounds like it. It's very draining. And you gotta like make sure you have all the songs. Make sure shit is clean. Yeah. I had two. I had two laptops. Oh shit. I had a clean. I had a clean laptop. My dirty. You know, my club laptop. <laughs> so you know, it's like. Wait, is that how a lot of motherfuckers do it? Or nah, no, that's I, just how you I do it. I'm, I'm anal, bro. That's the first I ever heard of that. I'm anal, so like, I'm super duper. So anal. you were like syncing them both up, kind of the same way, or Not they were organized like, differently, right? Organized differently. Yeah, one was more for radio, one yeah. was for club. Yeah, that's not a bad way to do it. Yeah, that seems pretty smart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not mad at that. I think Flex has 
two computers, if I'm not mistaken. But, um, no, nah, it's better, bro, because it's like at the end of the day, man, you know, you don't want to get caught paying any curses. Yeah, yeah, on the air, it's just whack. It's like you're not prepared. For what happens child. when that happens? Like when you? Oh, do- I mean, if if they do get caught, the FCC fines them. Yeah, but do you do you get in trouble? Like, do y'all get fined or what? No, no, we don't get in trouble. I mean, you know, you just they'll be like, oh, you know what? You're not doing. You know, depending on on what it is. Like if it's like your regular slot, and you play the curse. You know, just a little. You know, don't do that again. Yeah. Smack on the hand, but um. But did you get to also break records that you wanted to? Like, yeah, man. At, at nighttime, I did. When I was on at night, I broke um. What did I break? I broke pop champagne. I'll tell the story of that. So, yeah, yeah, uh, don't. <laughs> so um. This was what two thousand eight? Yeah, something like that. All I know is that um. Uh, uh, enough, enough got the got the CD. It was a and we always every Friday we used to hang out at the station. It was a bunch of us. Yeah, we just all every Friday was like the gathering at the station. So he's just I'm there, you know, I'm there a little early. He plays pop champagne, puts it in, and just the, like the drums are too. He listens. He's like, "Yo, what is this shit?" And Jack State throws it in the garbage. Wow. I'm like, to me, I heard them drums like this shit is some next level other shit. Hold on, we're taking out the garbage, and I started playing it on my nighttime show. You took it out the garbage. I took it out the garbage. Damn. So I took it out the garbage. Literally, did you tell us? Did you tell us about uh, what's his name, Ron Browns? Nah, nah. He he knows that it was. <laughs> I broke him. You know, he knows all that. Like he was, <laughs> you know, he knows the time it is. But I um, took the shit. I literally took the shit out the garbage, put it in my laptop, played it. Um, by the third week, I think Jim Jones had called up Bobby Trends or something like that. I was like, yo. What's that record, you know, that's mm-hmm. being played? Yeah, yeah. Like, yo, Ron Browse, whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's like a, it's like the third or the fourth week, we get a version with Jim Jones on it. Mm. And then, like, the fifth week, we get a, a, a version with Joel's and Jim Jones on it. That's yeah. great. And wow. we're, so it was, I played it for three weeks, then me and Cass played it. And then the week after that, me, Cass, and Trent played it. Then the week after that, now here comes enough playing it yeah like, oh, now you want to play it <laughs> what did he say <laughs> nothing I mean it's all nothing but it's just like <laughs> I didn't even know there was a version without Jim Jones oh I have so I have, I have the, ten, three verses wow um, wait uh, so when you were doing that when you were doing the nice shit how you were just kind of you had like the liberty to just play whatever the fuck you wanted for the most part yeah like I used to play fucking EDM, bro. I used to play, I was the. I want to say I was the first DJ playing West Coast shit on on New York radio. Was, like what kind of West Coast shit? Like Dom Kennedy. Uh, oh hell yeah! Uh, who else? Damn. Uh 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 uh. uh YG's. Uh, Nip, Nip, yeah, Nip, Nipsey. Uh, Kendrick. Not Kendrick. Kendrick is already like moving already. Mm-hmm. But like the real like that. Like Ty Dollar, yeah, like Ty Dollar, like the real LA, the real LA shit that we didn't know about over here. Joe yeah. Moses, all that shit. Mm-hmm. So, cause, cause I used to hang out with Sour Milk. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's one, that's one of my best friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's my dude. So, you know, him and him and Justin, those are my my, my brothers. So, I would hear them playing, and I used to go to the clubs, and I'm like, yo, this shit ringing. Mm-hmm. So I would bring and oh Joe Moses, like all that shit. So, so like I would bring that shit. To, who else, who else, who else? Eric Bellinger. Yeah. 
So I would bring that shit out here. Oh, you got Kid Ink as well. Uh, well, you know, he's like, you know, he's a superstar. It was different. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just talking about like the LA, the LA shit that stood in LA. Yeah, like that T4, California. Uh, T-Fi. Yeah. yeah. Like that. So like, you know, I kind of brought it over here. I would, I would put, I mean, it didn't catch on. <laughs> Let's be clear. Like, who gives a fuck was playing like on on the radio at Saturday night at like twelve thirty? No one gives a shit. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, I was playing that stuff and I was trying to show it some light and I was trying to like break it, but didn't work. How hard is it to like play like non New York records and New York radio shit? Like, like New York crowds, like they don't really want to hear that shit. Or on, on, on radio? Yeah. No, it's not hard. You just playing it. It doesn't matter. But man. like you said, sometimes they don't pick up on... I feel like one, at, at some point, like New York has a chip on their shoulder where they don't really want to like fuck with like... No. They didn't want to fuck with Dirty South or like certain certain no, records. That those well those those days are over, man. That, that, was, that was like back in the days. Yeah, that's back in the days. That day, was like man. mid to like early two thousand. Yeah, that was then. Now it's different. Yeah. But there was still a stubbornness because I remember I would come back to New York from Vegas and I would DJ and I would play certain joints and I'd be like, Damn, it's not popping out here yet. And it would be like popping on the West Coast first like, before. Like, what, New York. like, like name a record. I can't think. But. Paranoid Tidala. Yes, I'm so no, that, that, yeah, yeah. that was big out here. That was huge. But it took a while. It took a while. Of course, because that's, that's the migrate over. Well, if you said Humble wasn't popping out here, really. Nah. Not when you played. Not Humble like that. Kendrick. Not when it first, like, not like what it was in the West Coast. Like, yeah. crazy. But you know what? You know what the difference is? And a lot of, this is no, no, Thank no, you for bringing that up, by the way. Another thing is, like, like, all the, like, the downtown parties. Yeah. They're up on their music way before, like mm-hmm. you know, like I might even say before some of like the hood parties because the Mo Bamba record we was playing that shit forever in like One Oak and would ring off at One Oak. Used to ring off at Catch. It, what, what else to ring? You know, if, you know, up and down and ring off. I was playing. I, I played that shit like in a hood joint. It wasn't Catch. Yeah, you don't even like, know the record. I'm like, take this shit off. <laughs> yeah, like they don't know it. Like they wasn't up on it. That's crazy. Like it's, so it's like now I feel like like the downtown yo, scene. Is the downtown scene is like they know what time it is. But, like, but why is that? I think because the young kids are into the young kids and and they're really into the music. Mm-hmm. Like they're not they're looking for it. It's not like like the hood. I feel like the hood. The, the, hood I did, the hood is still kind of like are they still stuck on radio kind of shit? No, or no, no. What no. is it? I think it's just spoiled. Like like. Like, like New York, New York used to be spoiled with music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like whereas, like you can see an artist walking on the block. Oh, word, that's whatever. Jay, well, maybe not Jay Z, but like a fabulous. Oh, look, a fabulous over there. Yeah, yeah. Whereas somewhere else, they would run up to him. Yo, fabulous me, bro. Like an autograph. Yeah. You know, so New York is like spoiled when it comes to that and music. So they're not looking for it. You have to like feed it to them. You have to like, yo, this is hot. This is hot. Play it. Play it. Play it. Play it. Play mm-hmm. it. You know, whereas like I feel like people downtown, like the old downtown parts, they have they have a, a different different uh, mind state, and they're into the music, and they're into the culture a lot more, and they appreciate it, and they they know a lot of new shit. Like you're like Sinatra, he'll, be, he'll play shit. I don't even. I'm like my man, what the fuck you playing? Like yeah, yeah. And the crowd be rocking. I'm like, I never heard this shit before. Like <laughs> Shazam, this motherfucker real quick. Hold on. <laughs> so like you know, shit like that, bro. It's just like you know. They're up on it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, how was the reaction in New York for Nip, uh, you know, rest in peace? Oh, it was huge, man. 
very, very, you know, like I think it's just he's a, he's a symbol, you know, he's a, he's a symbol of, yeah, a, yeah. of 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 a lot of like you know, there's a lot of people doing or trying to do what he did. So I think it's just a big symbol. I mean, people don't know his music. I was about to ask you, was they playing his music in New York? Not at all. Yeah. Um, I think maybe one record was last time that I checked. There was there was one no there was one record this was years ago that they were going hard with on radio and um and it didn't catch on. But it's just it's a very West Coast yeah sound that he yeah. had. But you know? no, now I'm playing like I play Nipsey now. It's it's so it's like it's actually it helped him. It brought more attention to his music yeah, here in the city. Exactly. Like like I don't know. Well, break it down. Break it down. What is like, like, uh, obviously, his music maybe wasn't as had that much of a presence in New York. Would you say? Had no presence in New York. So when he passed, what was, what was like? How did New York view it as like kind of like, damn, this is someone that was important to the West Coast. Yeah, and we respect that. Yeah, and that we're showing West Coast love. By yeah. like you know, well, you got to remember, there's a lot of Crips and Bloods out here as well. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I guess he was, you know, he's a Crip, so they, you know, out of respect. Yeah, you know, and I'm, I don't know, I don't, I don't know if, if, do you think I don't know if like New York Crips would listen to him because he's a Crip in L.A. I don't know. I don't know. I don't you know. know. I think that's possible because if, even in L.A., like a lot of Bloods, you know, they listen to Jim Jones. Okay. Cool. So and then, like you know, uh, they they fucked with him yeah. heavy because the game fucked with him. So they're yeah. like, oh, okay, okay, by association, we gonna listen to it. And yeah. I think it brought light to like the dip set in L.A. like heavy. Yeah. Okay. Dope. So yeah. see, I didn't see that. I didn't know. I, I mean, I don't have any. I guess you're right because well, I don't know. Like I, I always wondered, I you know, like with six nine and shit, right? When yeah. he was like super popping in New York, were motherfuckers really fucking with him in New York? Like that was. No, you know what's funny? I don't even think people fucking with him in New York. Like, I think, honestly, like, I think it was just the music. I think he had just, he had fun songs. Yeah. The energy songs. Yeah. Like, are, you, are you still playing his songs? Yeah, I'm, st- I'm still playing We don't it. play that shit. In the, I know, I'm kind of scared. No, on the West Coast. I play certain records out there and it works. What's the ones that works now? Gummo still works, right? St- no, Stupid. Stupid, yeah. Billy and, and, and Fifi. I won't play that real rah-rah shit. Because uh, um, I feel like that's overstepping it. I'm like, yo, you know, that is kind of like you on Kika, Kika shit. Okay, yeah. 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 So I feel like his his when he's talking all that hot shit, all that spicy shit. I'm not gonna play that because it's like, you know, I guess for the culture and and, and for uh, um, you know, people who actually like you know like pay attention to it, like like me. I don't care that he snitched. I don't, I don't care. It has nothing to do with me. You know, like, what he did has nothing to do with me. So you don't have people coming to the booth, they'd be like, yo, why are you playing this shit? Oh, no, I have people like, I, I played, uh, what was it? Not Gumbo. Uh, might have been Billy on one of them shit. Just, yo, take that shit off. I'm like, first of all, I ain't taking it off. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm bringing it back. Yeah, because I'm like, yo, like... My nigga, like you ain't no gangster, you know what I'm saying? Let's, you know, let's be clear. Like, I hate when people want to be like, "Oh, he's a snitch." Fuck, like, yeah. bro, he's a snitch. He's doing, he got to do for himself. Like, mm-hmm. but I'm not worried about the next man what he's doing for his life. Yeah. You know, his music to me works in the club and it works for me. 
as a DJ and helps me buy time. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. like, all right, here's another hot record I can play. It's like yeah. a power uh-huh. tool as a construction worker. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> but at, at the time when he was here in New York, did he, he kind of gave New York balls a little bit. Like, he kind of, I don't know if he wanted, I wouldn't say he brought them back, but definitely he was like bringing a New York sound a little bit back. A little yeah, bit, I feel, right? I feel yeah. like he was. I feel, I feel it was like the... New Onyx or yeah. something. He yeah, had that yeah, Onyx yeah. feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah that, that but just even shit. just even in, in like his videos, not even the music, just yeah. him talking shit yeah. and just some of the lingo. He brought like the new the New York lingo back a little bit. And it like brought that energy back. Yeah, it he brought that energy back, but mm-hmm. then it also became a trend around that same time to make fun of New Yorkers like saying dead ass. Yeah. And, then, you know and what? Tim's remember it was like it was like yeah. a, it was all going together, like it was all intertwined with like making fun of New Yorkers with Tim's and like nowadays, and I, if shit. I hear the word "stupid," I can't process it like without stup- hearing the way he said it. Like, stupid, he says it, yeah. yeah, stupid, yeah. 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 But you know, it's, it sucks, man, because it's like I feel like like uh, um, Instagram is so quiet now without him. Yeah, he was bit. fun on Instagram, but he was creating a lot of lingos like "stupid," like "was you dumb," like you that dumb, shit. Dummy. No, nah, but that's just you know you know what it is just like. And then what was that other? Oh, uh, you know the vibes. Like I feel like that, that was like you know what like it, the, no, was, you know what it is. But that's how like, I feel like yeah. that's how they like that's how they talk. Like I'm you know I'm from that area where he's from. Yeah, yeah. So you know I know a lot of people that knew him and um. That's just how the kids, how the kids talk. Like, right, you, right. you stupid, you crazy, you know, like, you, yeah. you know, it's just, it's New York, you know, lingo, and, and you know. Are you dumb? <laughs> but it became, but it became like, you know, like social media. It, came, it became trendy as fuck. Yeah, it became I, yeah, trendy, it became trendy because nobody ever heard anybody talking like that, whereas, right, like, right. we're talking like that all our lives, you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wasn't talking like I wasn't talking like that, but you know what I'm saying. But no, you, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, but well, it, you don't sound like an Asian motherfucker. I'm saying that much. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying like you know, I mean, like when he when he was definitely around, I felt like New Yorkers may not have liked him, or like maybe they thought he was crazy and he did all this type yeah. of shit. But at the same time, they were just kind of like, yo, like we at least we got something. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's picking yeah. up energy and it kind of like you know. I mean, I, I don't want to compare much, but it reminded me when Fifty Cent came out and that shit. He, exactly, he had the do rag with the Yankee fitted and like the whole movement, like that shit, and the lingo as well. Yeah, he 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 put you know like not for nothing. He gave New York legs again, like you know, mm-hmm. like, like we had Bobby Schmurder. Yeah, damn, that was and that would have been like that. He, I feel like he was he about was, to start something. Yeah, yeah I feel like he was yeah. picking up where Bobby Schmurder yeah, left yeah. off. So it was like, yeah. oh shit, New York back on the map. That's what's up. Like you know. And even even if it was him that you know he he can't rap he's not you know like nasty with the lyrics, but it, it doesn't matter because it was fun music you know yeah. it was like yeah, yeah. people yeah. people were enjoying it and it's, you know I feel like I don't think people should I don't think people should um I guess ridicule him or, or perse- persecute him for his personal life you know like what he's doing like I feel like if you like his music bump his music like. How do you feel about that? Like how people cannot separate the the artists and the music anymore. You know, like uh, it's terrible. Like for example, like in New York, you cannot play R. Kelly probably. Yeah, you can't. And you cannot play. Uh, I mean, some people. Are you guys playing Kanye West out here? I play Kanye. I don't give a shit. You I'm, don't give a fuck. That's about one that. person. Like, well, what about here. Michael Jackson? If 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 there's a party that I can play Michael Jackson at, well, what's a, what, what would be a party that you think you could play Michael Jackson at? 
Um, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't do too many of them. <laughs> <laughs> like bougie ones? But like, Not I, even, man. I was having conversations with these dudes like maybe in the past year or two, right? Yeah. I said uh, probably more last year where I was like, I've never had this kind of like censorship or like ban- yeah. like the banning of actual Polit- music. It's so political now. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like where they care about the artist too much or yeah. like, you know, when you go to certain cities, like, you can't play this record. I mean, there's always been that stigma. I'm sure when you did Greenhouse, right? I mean, there was always like rappers going in and out of there. So you had to be aware of like, yo, I can't play this record. I can't yeah. play that shit. Like I, re- I remember um, when Hove would be in a club, like you couldn't play Dipset. Yeah. Oh, he, wow. He'd get tight. And, you know me, I'm a dickhead. I'll start doing a fucking Dipset set. I don't give a shit. I really mean it. Like this shit is hard, my nigga. You, you know, it's like it's music. Like, that's one thing, man. Like, I know artists that are dickheads, and I hate them. They got good music. It was yeah. like, yo, fuck it, man. Like, Chop the Dipset anthem. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, there's not one artist that, I'm trying to think, is there an artist that I never played because I didn't like them, personally? I mean, that for me, that wouldn't even stop me from playing some shit if, a, if an artist was a dick to me and shit like that. I wouldn't yeah. be like, yo, I'm not going to play your music. I'd just be like, yo, like... Yeah, yeah, like it's my job to rock a room. If the yeah. song is good and the energy is good and motherfuckers fuck with it, but like, if more recently in the last year, it's just like I'm, I feel like almost insecure. Like I don't even know if it's okay to play certain records, and I'm just like, you end up being like, well, I guess I can't play this artist anymore and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, I don't. I mean, I, well, you know what? It's like I'm sorry, I don't want to cut you okay. off, but when did you stop playing R. Kelly? Shit, before you know, funny, Honestly, I, I, I never would play it. I haven't played R. Kelly in a long time, anyway. So it was like, yeah. so you wasn't playing ignition, like, nah, or step nah. in the name of love. Nah, this is not my vibe. Like you know, what I would, I might play. See, the shit I would play is like the shit Fiesta that or some shit? Fiesta, yeah. but not even his part. Yeah, yeah, just Jay Z's intro. That's yeah, the, like, that's the greatest part. <laughs> yeah, like that or, or is that okay to play? Yeah, I do that. I, I'm yeah. scared to play that. Yeah, I'm scared to play that. Yeah, I'm, I'm scared to play that too. <laughs> I only I do it, but I'm saying like, I'm saying like, yo, yeah. what, what, what kind of world do we live in where we, we scared to play records like that? That's crazy. crazy. I don't know, man. You want to laugh? <laughs> I only play the Fiesta, uh, the first part of Jay Z. And then once he's going to cut to, what's his name verse? I just dropped something out. Oh, this is R. Kelly's song, though, man. How about this? I was, they don't know that. I, I was doing a wedding for a friend. I don't do weddings, but I was doing a wedding for a friend. And um, the groom, like, it was like the last song. It was actually like the after party. And it was the last song of the night. He wanted to step in the name of love. Uh. He's like, y'all need you to play that for me. I was like, ah, I'll play whatever you want. I don't. As long as the check but, clears. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, you know, it's all good. And so. He wanted me to drop it. Yeah. I was like, no, no, it's all I know. I said, I'm going to give you the mic, talk some shit first. You know, like, <laughs> and get spicy with it, and then I drop it. You know, I try to, like, hype him up. <laughs> but, you know, but I was really letting motherfuckers know that yeah, it, wasn't it, was his, it was his plan. It's it not my idea. idea. He wants to hear yeah. it. So, he talk, yeah, whatever. I like, I don't, I know he don't get a lot of light, whatever, but I like this song, boom, boom, boom. And then he said, yo, play that for me. So, I played it, you know. And some people are grooving. Yo, this motherfucker's the the the, the um the, the bride. Yo, she ran across. She was all the way back on the other side. She top speed. Why are you telling me to play that record? Ben, take it off. What did you start yelling at? Wow. I was yeah. like, and that's what I avoided. Wow, man. I was like, because imagine if I just been like, yeah, no doubt. So what was the record you played after that shit? 
She wanted to hear um, Pony. Genuinely. <laughs> okay. I took her clothes out. I took her clothes out. I see it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, I avoided that. You know, I dodged that bullet. But I knew I knew I would have got shot. So I said, you know what? I put up the shield. Put up the smoke and shield. <laughs> Take that family. You're going to deal with that. I mean, it goes back because we mentioned, somebody mentioned that they would do that if they wanted, um, you know, if they wanted to, uh, R. Kelly song to play, be like, no, here, you play it. Yeah, Let me you teach play you. that shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm I not going to play yeah. that I think shit. that was you, yeah. Yeah. I was, we were talking about the R. Kelly shit and back in the day, and I was like, you know what, man? Like, if someone requested this shit and it was their party or their yeah. special, I would be like, yo, you play this shit. Like, I'll show you, push this button. <laughs> and, and then walk out yeah. from the booth. And then yeah. yeah, and I'll stand on the side, put on the headphones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. You give them the mic. You say, yo. Let them yeah, some shit. Some shit. Yeah. Big Ben played it really well. I was, I, and, I, and, and you know what's funny? Throughout the night, he kept wanting me to play it. And I was like, nah, nah. Go play it at the end. Go play it at the end. You know what I mean? You know, like, trying to, like, gas and then we're going to make the movie out of it. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to end this so good. Yeah. Like, did, you ever, did you ever get to uh, go through any, like, confrontations at Greenhouse with motherfuckers coming up to you? Like, yo, why are you playing this record? Or no, no, play no. my new shit right now? And Not at all. Never. No, I wouldn't do that. Everyone just like kind of hung out and chill. Yeah, it was. You know, I ain't a front. That's one club where, you, at one point, you have like all different types of rappers there, and and it was no, never no drama. I did my birthday. I did my birthday there, and I had it was like a mini summer jam, and then everybody was cool. Man. Yeah, that's the who'd you have? Shit, at that point, I had uh, what I had Red Cafe, I had Mino, I had Jim Jones. I had Callan, I had Damn. Diddy, I had Busta. Damn. There's a, good, was a good, lot of cash in there. Yeah, it's a good lineup. There's a few other ones I can remember. Um, and it was a, that's one thing, man. I, don't, I feel like rappers really don't want to be for each other. I don't, I don't think they really want to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They want to hang out. They want to talk yeah, to shorties and yeah, shit, man. Like, yeah. You know. <laughs> so like uh, I actually wanted to talk to you because you you were with Rose and Bloom, Bloom. Yeah. yeah and then um, you ended up switching to the right yeah I remember when um, I think right yeah tell me like yo we're gonna get Big Ben I was like yo perfect that's fucking dope <laughs> I was like yo that's that's ill and shit and uh, how long were you at and then was there a reason why you you, you kind of uh, you know transitioned from Jessica to um, well the thing with Jessica Jessica kind of stopped man it was um she was going through something at the moment. She said, "Look, I'll still hire you to do my parties, but I can't do this this management shit no more. That's it. It's a wrap." I was like, "All right, cool. Like, fuck it." And then, like, literally within a couple, like two, three weeks, she hit me up. Mm. She was on it, huh? Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, fuck it. Why not?" Like, you know. And um. At that time, the roster was really small. I mean, what, like 40 of us or something like that? I think so, yeah, yeah. Like 40 DJs. And, and I looked at it. Because, like, I, I, well, I, I see it like coastal. Yeah, exactly. That's what so I did. So there wasn't a lot of New York motherfuckers no. on that. You know what I mean? And I studied, you know, I studied, like, all right, this guy's here, there, there, blah, blah, blah. It might have just been, like, you and Because he was living in New York at the time. Yeah. Right? There, was, there was only a couple of us, and I'm like, yo, is in his own lane doing what he does. I'm in my own lane. Yeah. I was like, so I think it works. It works, yeah, yeah. And, you know, nobody's stepping on each other's toes. And, you know, I, I, I see where every DJ fits. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, this DJ, you know, so it, it, I think it makes, you know, it makes sense to do it. So I did it. 
And then how long were you with? Mm, six years. Six years. Yeah. When did you leave? Last year. Last year. Last August. And then are you are you currently with what management? Like I have a, James Cruz. James Cruz. Oh, shout out to James. Oh yeah. yeah. My big bro. His big bro. You do great. He, uh, I've always you know the funny thing I always wanted him to manage me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was you or Puff. I mean, it was, it was different. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's just like. <laughs> What the fuck? Do, what kind of money do I make? You know, compared to like, you know, he's getting real bags. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, I didn't know he managed DJs. He doesn't. No, he doesn't. He's he's just 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 All right. <laughs> I think he was doing Nicki Minaj man. for a bit, and then uh, he did a bunch. Yeah, so it's like for him, it's like if you're getting a Nicki Minaj bag versus a Big Ben bag. Yeah, <laughs> two different types of bags. It's like you know, it's like a uh, uh, sandwich bag, Louis V bag. Perfect. <laughs> Damn it. Sandwich bag? No, a Big Ben bag is a sandwich bag. Compared to fucking Nicki Minaj. Oh, okay, okay. So, uh, so was it just like a better look to transition from to... Well, no, I, I left because as you see the roster, what is it, like 130-something DJs now? I mean, I can't keep track. So I don't know. know. If you can't right. keep track and you're like one of the main dudes that was there... I don't, like well, I mean, I wasn't. I don't feel like I was one of the main dudes. No, but I mean, oh, yeah. you you were there longer. You longer than me. You, you yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I look, I started looking at it as you know, I started looking at it like, all right, I was doing. Let's say like Wall, for instance. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, we love you. All right, every three weeks. You know, once or you know, once a month, every three weeks, you at Wall. Cool. Yeah. Start putting more DJs on. Three weeks to four weeks. Right. Five weeks to every other month mm-hmm. to. Every three months. Right, right. Yeah. And it's just like, yo, like, it doesn't matter. Like, it got to a point where it didn't matter how good, to me, in my eyes, like, it doesn't matter how good you do. It's just the rotation. Just, yeah. You know. And it's I, almost like everybody got to eat. So, we got to exactly. like, split the pie no and, matter what. You yeah, got to yeah. feed everyone. Yeah, and he had, he had his guys who he fed and took care of. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, you know, I'm not mad at that because I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know the dude mm-hmm. like that. You know, like, I, I know him really well but not as well as like I didn't he's uh, from California yeah yeah I'm not from California so if you're gonna like favor those dudes or whatever take care of them that's cool by me cause you know them mm-hmm. I don't expect you to do that shit for me but you know I expect the business and to be right you know and sometimes you know even we know he had a bunch of DJs I was still there sometimes the business end would be fucked up mm-hmm. you know and you know that's when, and, and when you start seeing that, you know, and 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 it was I'll, I'll say one thing he did which really turned me off and hurt me. You know, um, I had a promoter. You know, hit me up, yo Ben, you you available Saturday? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I bet. I said, yo, because this way, you know, I don't want to catch no feelings. Right, right. You know, let's do it, let's do it the right way. Everything go through the manager. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I bet. I'm hit, yo, um, I need Ben for this Saturday. Oh, he's booked. Yo, take you know, I'm not gonna say the name. You know, take X, Y, Z. And it was already it was already laid out. He just had to exactly. get the and, info. And, and, and and then, yeah. I've done that a million times, bro. That's happened a couple of times. And there's a lot of times where, like, I line shit up. And I'm like, yo, just call You know, like, just to, all right. He's like, yo, look what I got for you. Look, see, see, see what I'm doing for you? I'm like. I did that. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. I did that. I hit it off the backboard. You just, yeah, I, I did the I'm whole like, thing. I'm like, fam. And then just to, like, not argue and not to, like, you know. Yeah. I'm like, I'll, you know, I'll let him, let him, you know, let him shine. Let him, you know. Let him live. Yeah, because yeah, I'm like, yeah. I ain't got energy for that, man. Because I'm not, I'm not an arguing nigga. I'm a, if yeah. that makes your life Put hands on you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Puerto Rican will come out. Yeah. So it's just like, 
I don't want to argue with him. I'm like, yeah, no doubt, man. I, he did that for me. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know how I got that, but yeah, yeah you did it. <laughs> yeah, and there was another time, like, I went to a gig and it was one number, and I found out it was another number. I was like, Ooh. oh shit. I mean, yeah, I mean, fuck, bro. I mean, it sounds like a fucking headache and yeah. a nightmare, man. I think I wasn't worth I, it. Man. I think it's one of those things too, like when when you're overextended sometimes when you have so many DJs, yeah. maybe the details get lost. Yeah, yeah, then, yeah, then, yeah. You never yeah. know what it is. And then there's the pressure of also like, damn, I gotta make sure these dudes work. And he then, he doesn't know. make sure anybody works. <laughs> let's get that. Let's get that right. But I'm just saying, like. Nah, and I'm not even trying to diss him because he's a he's a, a nice guy. He's a nice, he's a he's a he's a dickhead, but he's a nice person. You know right. what I'm saying? Overall, like I got nothing against him. You know, like uh-huh. it's it was business. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like I don't see it. people like yo, I fucking hate. I don't hate. Like I saw him. I, I was playing at at One Oak in L. A. I saw him. Yo, what's up, Pop? What's good? How you feeling? Like you know everything good? Yeah. Like you know you taking care of yourself? Like I don't, I don't I don't I don't hate him. <laughs> yeah. I, so that sounds like threatening. Like you taking care of yourself? Right. No, nah, he looked he looked a little under the weather. He, you know, uh, I just was like, "Yo, you all right? You good?" Like, yeah, but, <laughs> I, Big Ben just. Okay. But, um, <laughs> I, I can't really comment on any of this shit. But I mean, no, it's me too. Me and Big Ben right now. Yeah, yeah. Man, it's all good. Yeah, yeah, but you know, like. I got nothing against him, man. He's feeding my homies, like some of my homies. Yeah. They, you know, he's taking care of them, and and I, I'm glad. You know, what I'm saying like I look, you know, like my I have my LA homies. He's, right, you know, right. Like he's taking, and I'm happy he's doing that. Like I'm like, yo, that's what's up. But at you the know, end, it was just business, so you don't take it yeah, personal. Yeah, for me, yeah, I don't take it personal. It was, just like, it was business that, where it didn't work for me on my end because it's a different ball game for me yeah. versus them. Yeah. So it didn't work out, and ultimately, I had always told James. I said, yo, and I had told him, I said, look, let me do this for a little bit, because I'm not going to front, he did help me too. I'm yeah. not, not going to say he didn't help me. He helped, you know. It was a fight, but he helped. <laughs> but, um, you know, he helped in a way. So, um, what I always, my intention was to always have James manage me. Because hmm. I told him, because he was going to start. Where did that relationship, uh, relationship come from? We just know each other for shit. Yeah, he's been in the music shit for a long time. I might have, I've probably known him already for about like 20 years or something. Wow. Yeah. And he's just, we just always, always around, you know, know each other from the clubs, from, um, I used to go up and see him at Violator when he used to, he was you know, like running Violator, go see him there. And, uh, he was running Bad Boy. I was, you know, it's just, yeah. It was a, a friend relationship, like, a, you know, like, like it's my guy, it's my brother. Yeah, yeah. I never asked for anything. Like, Yo, can you do this for me or that? Just, he, we were just friends, like, just, you know, and it, it got to a point, well, you know, it got to a point where we, we started getting really close. Um, and uh, that's when I was like, yo, man, like, I really don't want to do the Not that I didn't want to do shit, but I was just like, yo, let me do this for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I know you're not ready now, but let's you know this is not gonna last. So if it, you know you know when it's done, then let's let's, let's start up. And that's He's putting them on notice to get ready. A little yeah, bit. exactly. Did you did you think that the I know living in New York for a minute? Yeah. Do you feel like when he was living in New York, everything was like maybe he was 
it was like a better system yeah. than when he moved to LA. Yeah, because he focused a little more. I think because there was a disconnection, right? Yeah, what was going on in New York and some of the maybe exactly the contacts and everything. Like he, right? and, and he never had anyone out here, so it's like yeah, you know that's another thing that if you're dealing with a, a, a LA based company, yeah, and you're in New you York, you need a New York presence exactly. if you have New York DJs here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I that, mean, I feel, I feel like with I feel like he's just all. You know, he's just, like, really busy all the time. Yeah, he's juggling. He, you know, he's handling, like, you know, label shit as yeah. well. Yeah. One, then, one thing I give him, though. Yeah. He he, he was always, you know, he, he, he always was able to reach him on the phone. Yeah. He always picked up. Always picked up. Yeah. Bro, that's yeah. crazy. And that, you know, like, shout out to him for that. Like, or maybe he didn't pick up right away. Oh, yo, I'll call you right back. I'll yeah. pick up, I'll call you right back. And he would call you back. And it was just like... For somebody who's that busy and that important, it's like, mm-hmm. that's that's really dope about him. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. How know? how important is it to have uh, management in New, in New York right now for the for like the DJs and the club um, scene? Right. There was a point where, like you said, where we none of us needed this shit. Nah, actually, it was corny then, at one point. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it just now it's you need it. You can't move around without it. So like even upcoming DJs in in the city, they need it's better. If they some have do, managed. some don't, um, but. I think on a respect level, you know, it's good to have management because, you know, you have somebody fighting. Like, we can't fight our own battles. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and I mean, start- shit, shit looks a little trifling when you're haggling for, like, a raise exactly. and shit. Yeah. yeah. So that's another thing, too. Like, you know, you we, we as DJs are artists, we should worry about rocking the crowd, not worrying about, am I going to get paid? How much am I going to get paid? You know, do I feel good about, you know, my set time? Yeah. Your manager goes and says, yo, he's playing from, you know, one to three, get X, Y, Z dollars, and, you know, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. And it feels good to have that. Yeah, yeah. I remember, like, uh, in New York, when I was doing, like, PM, and I was doing, right, a little bit before I, I came to Vegas, mm-hmm. I was probably maybe, like, hitting my peak in New York. Yeah. You can tell when you're hitting your peak in New York when you, like, hit that when you make a thousand a night yeah oh hell yeah so like it was 2004 2005 i knew when i hit a thousand yeah you were like that kind of once you got that thousand dollar check in new york it was like yo that is one of the top dudes in the city because he's getting a thousand maybe on a saturday or like or an industry night where they really needed you Yeah. yeah but i remember just like it was my it was just like it i would have anxiety attacks like trying to ha- like give my rate out to motherfuckers because you know promoters and club owners when they hit you up yeah you don't want to like they be like yo our budget's like 600 and like well i i'm getting a g at pm right now yeah and they're like well i don't like you you want to do it or not yeah and then you're exactly. just like damn if i do that shit for 600 I might, I might get my, back to PM, PM and I might and lose the like, 1000 Exactly, yeah. So I remember like just going, I'd be like stressed out at home, like, should I do it? Should I not well, do it? You know, like. What, what I would do, what I always did was every day is a different rate. Yeah. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, it's all different rates. Yeah. You know, Saturday is the highest. You know, second highest is Friday. Mm-hmm. You know, the lowest is probably Monday. Mm-hmm. So that was my rate. You pay it. I'm cool. Let's go. 
you know, and 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 that's kind of pretty much how I, I I that was my game plan when I was like, you know, if you if you pay me the right amount of money, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty smart. Yeah, yeah. Pretty, yeah. I remember uh, I was at PM and I think I was getting like eight hundred or seven fifty or something like that, eight hundred, and then Ruby Falls opened, and Ruby shit. Falls was like, yo, we want you on Saturdays, we, but you're gonna have to leave PM. Mm. So I told PM, and they were like, yeah, we can't pay you a G. So go to Ruby Falls. So I went to Ruby Falls, and then PM hit me up like two weeks later, like, yo, we our, want you back. Our budget got bigger. And then like, yo, we'll pay you the G. And that's when I came back to. I bet I was. I went through that with Strata. You did that with Strata, but that shit was mine. But like, it was like such a mind. It was just like nerve wracking and shit. I remember that. That's the one thing I do. I mean, that's the one thing I I don't miss about fucking. Not having management, yeah, not having management, and also like collecting checks, like yeah, yeah. Sure you're chasing checks, like that some promoters they were like sucks. they try not to pay you or not pay, or they'll pay you less than what they say they was gonna pay you. See, I've never, I've never dealt with that in New York. I dealt with that. I've oh, dealt yeah. with that a couple of times. Really, Dude, there's promoters that. that still owe me money from. <laughs> you hear that, from, from ninety nine, two thousand. You got your goons <laughs> out here. We're gonna find them, motherfuckers. Nah, matter of fact, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'll blow your mind real quick. <laughs> And this is on some checks. This is just checks. This is amazing. I'm gonna show you. Look, I'm gonna show you real quick all the checks that that haven't got to him. Yeah. That, oh, this is a list of uh, oh. motherfuckers that owe you. Yeah. For this year? Oh no no. I mean, look at the dates. Fucking circus since 2000 maybe. <laughs> oh, Damn. This is, yeah, this is a. It's a long list, right? Yeah. 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 You this see, it's like one, two, three, four, five, six. It's a shit ton of money. Almost th- like 30 plus? Yeah. Something like that, probably. Damn. I love it that he has it on his notes. That's how, that's how I know. It's like a hit list. That's, uh, this nigga owes me. But, but I ain't a friend too. It's, I, I'm a little lazy too. Well, but now I have management yeah. taking care of it. So I was just like not picking up checks uh, or not not uh, uh, not invoicing. And then they don't give a fuck. You know, yeah. they're like. And that's what happens. The list comes about. The list. It's like a Christmas list, my nigga. Yeah. yeah. I mean, some of that shit's from last year. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yo, don't let James Cruz. James Cruz is a scary-looking businessman. <laughs> <laughs> he he, he looked firm. I know. I met James Cruz a few times. He, he looks scary, man. No, he's, no, you know, I handed him the list. No, I'm like, here's my list. <laughs> Yo, you're going to get a percentage of this. Get Somehow. It you, hey. Yeah. hey, so... As long as I've I've been a fan of you and you know we we worked in the same you know uh, c- city and you know in some of the same venues, yeah. I always wanted to know your come up because I was talking we did a little history on your shit uh-huh. and we didn't even even talk about some of the other shit you did like I mean I, I want to go into that a little bit mm-hmm. but uh, being from Brooklyn and how you came into DJing and and what influenced you and then. D did some research and said that your your older brother was a disco DJ or some yeah. shit. And yeah. I mean, I I've I mean, is that what got you into DJing? Like your, nah, your I older mean, brother? It was just the love for for the music. Like yeah. I didn't know it was DJing. I didn't know like, hey, this is two turntables and a mixer is considered DJing. I didn't know that. Because shit. we've heard, I, not to cut you off, because yeah. I want to hear this, but we've heard a lot of stories on here. We've had a lot of West Coast DJs, but the come up. Is very different from New York because yeah. there was there's a hip hop scene in New York, but I feel like in the club scene in L. A. and Cali, yeah, uh, it, there wasn't a club scene for hip hop really. 
Yeah. So it was like a bunch of house parties, and right? Raves, and, like and rave raves. Yeah. So a lot of motherfuckers had to spin house just to DJ wow. just to get in the on. West Coast. They just they had to spin house just to DJ on the West, Coast, yeah. right? In Cali, that is the rave scene and all that shit. Yeah. The so they had to like they didn't even want to spin house. Yeah. You know, but they just had to just and to the be only like, way you would play hip hop usually was through radio. Oh wow. That was it. Mm-hmm. And then also the DJ style, like you said, the DJ style on the West Coast. It has that every it all comes from the radio, so like that smooth, yeah. They bought intros and everyone's idol, everyone's idol in Cali was usually an EDM guy, like a a Richard Vision, like people like that that were doing radio because there was no idols like that coming up for hip hop, you know what I mean? It wasn't you had like the melodies and the Mr. Chalks, but it wasn't they weren't like radio guys like that. You you had the beat junkie, and then you yo, is it true that you did your first gig at age 14 or some shit? Oh, shit. I gotta hear this shit. What the fuck did I come from? Um, <laughs> so I, I started when I started DJing. I started buying records when I was five. I started DJing when I was six. five. Yeah, you gotta remember back. I'm not saying years, but in those days, it was you know, you, you had Atari. You had you know, I wasn't into GI Joes. Yeah, yeah. And I grew up around music, so my my brother DJing. It was I don't know I don't know if he was doing parties or shit. I mean he he used to he used to do like house jams. I remember that. I remember mm-hmm. like being two three years old and being in the room where they DJed and, and like my brother would DJ in the bedroom and then everybody would DJ a, a party out in the yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. In, yeah in the living room. Mm-hmm. You know so um I remember just having this thing where the turntables were mm-hmm. and just looking at the records and handing my brother records and I. I mean, I was like I was like two three years old. You so, used to look at the when I was a kid. I kind of went through the same thing. Like I was mesmerized by the. But by you the, look by at the, the labels. You know, you right. recognize the artist by the label. Like you yeah. see the Motown, you know it's Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you see course. the James Brown record, you see his face on the yeah, the polygon. The poly, poly door shit. Poly, yeah, yo, that's James. Yeah, Brown like joint. that was you know I I was always mesmerized by the the art of of, of the covers. Yeah. So from I started. It's weird, like there's a picture of me and I might have been like a year and a half and I going like going through records. Looking at records. I used, I used to love to look at records, like look at the covers. Yeah. Was- so um I started around you know, so then again watching my brother DJ. Mm-hmm. And then um, you know, like from there it, it by you know, like starting to really get into liking music where I wanted to purchase music right at five. So I had a Fisher Price turntable and um you know, I would buy the records, you know, and listen to the records. By the time I was six, I had saved up all my allowance. So I bought a turntable, I bought a mixer, and my best friend had another turntable. So we called it listening to music. Yeah. So he'd bring his records over, have my records, we'll listen to music. You know, we'll just, you know, bullshit scratches, yeah, yeah. you know, trying to blend the records in. It was, we, didn't, we didn't know we were DJing, we thought we were listening. We called it, yo, you want to listen to music? Yeah, let's listen to music. Yeah. You know, we were kids. And that's what we did. We listened to music until I saw Wild Style, the, the, um, the movie. Mm-hmm. I saw Grandmaster Flash cutting. That's the part where he has the three turntables. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's he, in the kitchen? Was, yeah. With Fat Freddy? Yeah, was it Mar- Mardi Gras or something? Yeah. Um, yeah, the Mardi Gras. Yeah. So I saw and that. God said, made me funky. He started off with that. Then he goes yeah. into Mardi Gras. So like, I saw that. And I was just like, yo, I, I can do that. I know how to do what he's doing. So it was like, oh, it's like, I, this is what I, I told somebody, like, yo, I know how to do that. Yo, that's DJ, whatever, that's grandma. 
Oh, so I'm a, I'm a DJ. Oh, shit. I didn't know I'm a DJ. And that's how I found out I was a DJ. That's crazy. Man. Yeah, man. So, like, <laughs> it was, yo, so it was weird. So, like, I did it until about, I was about nine. I DJed until about like, nine years old. And I started, I got into skateboarding. Fucked up my life. I was I was a skateboard head. That's all I cared about. And I stopped DJing. And I sold my records to my boy. As I'm about, about, about 10 years old. Sold my records to my boy. Um, And then uh, when I was 14, he became a crackhead. Oh, shit. <laughs> so I put all my same records back. So I had all my same shit back. For half of the price. And, and, I, yeah, and I started fucking. I, and I, I, I like how he just magically became a crackhead. I know. Yeah. Just just I mean. Hey, I, you know, growing up from 10 to 14. I hope he's still alive. I, I don't want to say his name. His street name was uh, Pee Wee. But um, I hope God, God bless him. I hope he's all right now. But um, have you heard how a pet a pee wee? Yeah, that's a very vague. So there's like thousands yeah, of pee wees out there. So um, got all my records back. I'm like, it was like the end of yeah. I was like, I wasn't 14. I was like turning. I was still 13, and um, I was just in the street, like getting into beef and shit. Yeah, <laughs> and I was just like, you know, I'm just, you know what, man, I'm tired of being in the street and beefing and going through bullshit and I was like young like 13 it's weird how like 13 to 14 years old you was going through like real beef at that age so I, was, I just went back to DJing again so at 14 I, I kind of got back into it I don't know I wasn't really getting into no beef at 14 uh, 13, yeah, right. Brooklyn Brooklyn <laughs> shit man Brooklyn yeah. shit Brooklyn shit I mean, I was, I guess maybe, yeah, like a I lot was of like, some shit. a lot 13, of like 14. street fights. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe I was. Nah, but was, niggas was carrying guns and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The transport backpack. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so like. Yeah, I guess, I, yeah, I guess we yeah, were yeah. like, yo, no, yeah. Was, I just, we, we did get into a lot of fucking dumb shit back yeah. then. Pepper spray, yeah. I remember that shit. I don't know about pepper spray. Yeah, but we used to do yeah. LA shit. No boundaries. Yeah, we used to do something. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so you think about it, you're like, yeah, okay. Yeah. So. I was just kind of tired of it. I was like, and, and and I was always into the music. I always bought every, every tape that came out. Mm-hmm. Every tape that came out, I always bought it. You know, and, and, and like during the time, even when I was skateboarding, I was buying tapes. One or two records I bought. You know, I was still just buying them to buy them and have them. But by the time I was like, you know, maybe like like before, right right before I came fourteen, started buying records heavy again. By the time I was fourteen, I was back into DJing like full swing and just. Cause I wasn't going outside anymore. I wasn't skateboarding. I was like, "Fuck!" I thought it was lame. You know what I'm saying? Cause right. like, like, it was funny because a lot of the, a lot of my friends used to skateboard, and then I would go for the summer times. I go away. I go away to Florida. Mm-hmm. So I come back. So one, you know, like one year I go away. By the time I come back, it was all about getting pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody was skateboarding no more. Everybody getting pussy. I'm like, oh well, fuck it. Like I guess that's what it is. And I used, to still, I used to love to skateboard. Like, that was my shit. And, um, like, I, I was almost sponsored and all that shit. And, um, oh, shit. Yeah, but, uh, so I still kind of skateboarded for fun, like, on a low by myself. <laughs> <laughs> I used to hit up spots by myself. I, I quit. I quit when I was, like, 17. But, um, fucking, you know, um, I started DJing heavy, like, just, like, I was home all day. And What records was big at the time when you, like, started to get back into DJing? Uh, it was like a, a shit fucking like Chocolate Quest just came out. Right, so it was like early 90s. Yeah, like 90s. 90s, 90s, 90s. Like 90, 
1990. Okay, yeah. Like brand, brand new Nubian. Yeah, yeah, all that yeah. shit. So everything was coming out. All the hot shit was coming out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were still listening to it. We were grooving to it. But um, it was something that, like, uh, uh, just got, I just got back into it. Just, you know, I was like, oh, you know what actually got me, got me back into it? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, I bought, I bought these speakers off a of crackhead. Some banging-ass speakers, JVCs. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, you know, I, always, I was always into the music part of it or whatever. But like I just caught these fucking crazy ass JVC speakers. How come everyone came up like off of some shit from a crackhead back in New York? It's just like always, someone, like my, everyone just always bought some shit from a crackhead or something back then. It was like such a normal thing back that was, then. Yo, they used to save. Yeah. You think about they used to save us a lot of money, man. <laughs> Yeah. Shout out to the crackheads, man. We love y'all. Like the TVs. They, we got big band we back love because y'all. of the crackheads. Yo, the like crackheads. the Clo Polo, like all that shit. Like, oh, we was wearing a lot of, I was wearing a lot of low because of the crackheads. You know, shout the out to the Jordans. Y'all. I don't know how they got Jordans, but it's, my neighborhood, they got Jordans. <laughs> no, niggas, how about this? Niggas were still like the left. Certain stores have a left sneaker, certain stores have a right sneaker. Mm-hmm. They make a pair. Them niggas, yeah, they make a fucking pair. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's always number. It's always a, it's always nine. Yeah, it's <laughs> always the display size. Yeah, yeah. yo, yeah. niggas would do that shit, man. <laughs> that shit with your hood was crazy, man. So, right, so, you, got, you, got so you got these crackhead speakers, right? Man, so I got these bang ass JVCs, and that's what made me like. I was like, damn, man. I think I had an amp already. I was like, yo, fuck it. And I, I had an amp. Matter of fact, I had a mixer. This didn't have turntables. I had, I had I had the same bullshit ones. Yeah, and I was like, you know, I need twelve hundreds. Right, but those are like you find a crack fucking experience. I wish, bro. I fucking <laughs> sa- I saved up I, and, I, and I, I think did my dad buy me. I bought one. I think my dad bought me the other one. I just remember whenever I saw a twelve hundred, it was like like a motherfucker having a Lamborghini to me. Yeah, you know? no, but the crazy <laughs> shit was. I was DJing again on my bullshit turntables when I was like thirteen. Yeah, yeah. You know, DJing on my bullshit turntables and um. You know, I couldn't really do much, but when I got on twelve hundreds, I was like, "What the fuck?" It was just like, like you said, it was like some Lamborghini shit. Like you, like just laying your hand on it. Yeah, and the dish is still, the dish is still rotate. You know, it was just, and even like the weight of it. Yeah, twenty five pounds. Yeah, it was just like heavy, and it was like, yo, you were for just, no reason. I remember, like, yeah, I mean, I didn't buy my first techniques till I was like early 20s man oh wow yeah uh, i was same. on linear tech bell drops and mm-hmm. now fuck i had that <laughs> that's what they would be always I, I was like if i'm gonna have it i'm gonna have the right right you know the right yeah, thing yeah. yeah and then right when i got my 1200s i started doing parties i was like 14 i was i think that's kind of maybe man that's not really an excuse but i always feel like i didn't really get technically that nasty because I always had these shitty belt drives. Yeah, bro. I, yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I wasn't nasty because I didn't have 1200s. Once I got 1200s, yeah. out of nowhere, it was like night and day. I yeah. was like, what the fuck? I was like, I could really DJ. Mm-hmm. So I started doing parties. And um, I used to, my first party I did was like a, um, it was in, in the Catholic school, like, like a jam for the Catholic yeah. school. Mm-hmm. So, you know, back then you had dirty version, clean version. So you were good. It didn't matter. Um, so I, still, I, was, I, I used to live where I lived that they had like these big uh, uh, you know like big carts to throw out the garbage yeah yeah put all my speakers on there my fucking it was like and it was literally going across the street so um, I had my little homie my little uh, uh, my little it was, you know from the hood that, around that time my man he, he started and he became a DJ and, and it was because he used to hang out with me his name was Danny remember Daniel? 
Yeah, yeah. With Danny L. So he started, you know, like, he was like, yo, can I come with you to the party? He might have been at that time. I was 14, he was like 12. You, I'll help you. I was like, yeah, cool, fuck it, come on. And then from then on, it started, like, I started doing private like private parties. Wait, am I missing Danielle with Danielle? Danielle is like a big promoter. promoter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, 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 I don't know Daniel. Daniel. Oh no. Well, he was he was known. He was doing parties. He was doing a lot of parties. Um, he, I mean, rest in peace. He, he he got sick. He died or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, he uh, you know, like I, I started doing little parties, and he, he used to be my my helper. Then he's you know, then we became a team. It was always and, and you know and that that's that's how we were. That's known. really the New York shit. You paired it like DJs would come up by pairing themselves with a promoter. That's how we all came up. Well, that, that's kind of how. Yes and no. That was I mean, like the ideal situation yeah. where, like, promoters would just come up in New York City, they'd build up a party, and then they'd either build up a party with you, and they you'd create a sound, and yeah. and then they would just be like, "Yo, we're gonna move to this venue, like the the Iller venue," and then you kind of move with them. Yeah. yeah. And then if you were really, really good, I mean, maybe other promoters would like, you know, yeah, then you would, but yeah. it, or he, it would lend you out. Yeah. yeah. As they do, so, shout out Charles Samanas. Um, I don't know if you remember Real Love, you know, you know, who's that? You know, uh, Charles, uh, Charles Samanas, you know, Real Love Entertainment. Nah, nah. It was Charles and Nico. I, I know you should know them. Nah, I don't know those guys. No. Remember Shine on Saturdays? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was Charles' party. Okay. So... I I, used to, I started off doing hood shit. Yeah. And I said, man, fuck this hood shit. I quit. And I quit DJing. I quit for like a week. Why did you stop doing the hood shit? Because huh? I give you my reason why I stopped doing hood parties. But why I you stop doing I it? I stopped because they were trying to pay up my money and I was too tired. Exactly. Yeah. Having to beat them they up. what? <laughs> they wouldn't pay you Exactly, money? yeah. Yeah, like trying to be funny with my money. They shortchange you. Yeah, and I used to just be like one. You know, I don't want to fight. When you always got to like fight. I'm like, man, I'm tired of fighting. So then... What would be the excuse? They'd be like, oh, we didn't do what we expected yeah, to do exactly. at the door. Uh, here's a little something, whatever. Yeah. So I can pay you right now. Um, maybe I can pay you back later. Just like So I quit I quit for a week. It was um a puff daddy, you know, and it was funny, it was like a puff daddy party. I, I, remember 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 Carbon? Yeah. Uh, maybe, yeah, yeah. So it was like it was Carbon. They had like, Carbon was huge, right? Yeah. So they had Puff Daddy's um when that was it when that album dropped, his first album? It was like ninety seven or something like that. No yeah. way no, no way album. Was that ninety seven? Yeah. 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 So it was like ninety seven. And um beefing with the promoter, or whatever, not trying to pay me. And then like, you know, I had the main floor and then and then like, you know, political reasons. She put in some other DJs, oh, but you're gonna have the, the VIP and that's what Diddy and everybody gonna be at. I don't want that. I wanted to be on the main fucking floor. The main floor of Carmen was huge. Right. Yeah. I said, matter of fact, I, I'm quitting. Fuck these clubs. So the night came. I just never, I never showed up. <laughs> Calling my cell phone. Click, shut the shit off. But then, how, how did you, how did you transition from a hood party to, like a, like a whatever? Well, movie? for me, I always played. I never, I didn't, I didn't learn on hip hop. Uh-huh. I learned on disco. So I learned on disco. I learned on like classic R and B and stuff. Hip hop came a little later on for me. Hip hop came around like 80, 80, 82, something like that. Like 81, 82. Like, I didn't like hip hop until fucking The Message, to Melly Mel. I thought hip hop was whack until I heard that record. But, um, so a lot of these like downtown cool bougie parties, 
you would play like disco music to mm -hmm. start up. You'd play disco. Yeah. You play like the cool R and B. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you play a little bit of rock. So I played all of that stuff. So I don't know if you remember uh, Envy. Like Club, Club yeah, Envy. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, that's where I got my real start. Like, so I didn't, I didn't, I did it like a few times, but it was for that guy Charles. Okay. Yeah. At that point. Envy Wednesday was like the hottest fucking party. You know, I had like all the stars going there. And he let me, he, he gave me a tryout downstairs. And and it was, uh, he DJ Jules, you remember DJ Jules? Yeah. You remember Jules? He was right? Yeah. Yeah. So he used to do downstairs. So he like took him off one night mm -hmm. to put me on. And I went the night, I went the week before to hear Jules play. Mm -hmm. And Jules was funky. Jules is dope. By the way, Jules, he's, um, he's worked with Stussy. Okay, that Jews, yeah, but yeah, he was like he was yeah, killing he New York. Yeah. yeah, so I heard him play, and I was like, shit, I, was like, I play all that music. So I went down there, I started playing funky. I was like, you know, my funky shit, mm -hmm. and I saved all the hip hop to later. But you know, I was playing all like that, like you, like Michael Jackson and all that Stevie Wonder, shit, all that shit was huge back in the day. Yeah, it was like, like uh, we lost was, that. Yeah, it, but that whole beginning of the night. Where you play classics, yeah. a little eighties, yeah. like mm -hmm. Blondie Rapture. Yeah, we yeah. lost that. And then you go into like, you know, Gimme the Night. Yeah. Ha a little Hall and Oats. Sylvia Stripling, yeah. Gimme Your Love. Yeah, Gimme Your Love. Mm -hmm. All of that shit. Mm -hmm. And then you would kind of ease into like a little Mary J. Blige, yeah. SWV, and then you would go into like the hip, hip hop and then yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then you would have like your primetime eighties and then you'd have your primetime classic set. Yeah, in the primetime house. Yeah, yeah. And then and some then reggae. House. Yeah, and reggae, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. But then back then, you guys all would have like a reggae dude that would come in, right? Nah. Sometimes. For, like, I, I, mean, I mean, it depends on what party, it depends on what party it was, but mm -hmm. I played everything. I never, I never did a party where they had a reggae guy come in. Oh, you would do it everything. I, I just remember there would be like those reggae dudes, There was right? a few, yeah. I forgot who I used to DJ for. It was like some promoter, and there was a party I used to do. It was like all hip-hop and R&B, but they would have their guy come in and do like, 20 minutes of reggae. They, they had that, I feel like, before like before I started. In the clubs, they used to have that. Like, I remember going to the Muse, mm -hmm. going to the mm -hmm. Muse, oh, going to, man. like, shit. going to, what was Muse? I always had that shit. Did you ever go to the tunnel? Yeah, I played in the tunnel. Shit. I, never, I got to play. I got to Friday night. That's one of my biggest regrets. You never life. went to the tunnel? I never went to the wow, tunnel. Wow, man. I didn't yeah. know that. That's... That's kind of sad. sad. And the only, it is sad. The only, <laughs> club, really sad. only club I never got to play was Palladium. Mm. Uh, I did the basement one time. Yeah, with see, I never got to touch Palladium. <laughs> I never bro. even got to go into the Palladium, yo. Oh, yeah, man. man. Yeah. Riz used to tear that shit down. Hell yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, nah, man. Like, so like, I feel like we, met, we, we missed that, you know, like th that music. Mm -hmm. So it was just like, it was really funky, like funky music. And he said, oh, shit, this kid knows how to play. Like, I right. guess he knows the format. So from then on, that's how I, start, I started doing, like, all these really, like, downtown hit parties. Mm -hmm. So he's just, and he was from the same neighborhood, like, neighborhood as me. Right. Mm -hmm. So he said, come on, I'm going to take you out with me. See, he's taking me to these, like, wild-ass parties, bro. Like, you know, like, those real <laughs> weird, like, half-gay, half-straight parties. yeah. And, I would, listen, I would listen to the music. That's how I heard, learned about like Violent Femmes and uh, what else? Like all like you know, all that rock shit. All that, all like I miss the, the diversity in a night where you you could go through and just play through all of these songs and yeah. just mix it all up. Mm -hmm. And then you had like I think I was probably maybe the 
better times, like the really late '90s, early early 2000s, when you would have like fashion models there. There'd be a little gay scene there. Yeah, there'd be like hip hop heads in there. Everyone and then everyone was like intermingling. It's almost like when Rockefeller, like Dame Dash, you'd see like Aaliyah out with his brother, and then you'd see like Mark Ronson with like you know, mm-hmm. and then you'd see like uh, just everybody just intermingling and shit. Yeah, when models, I think it was yeah. like when models and hip hop were like yeah, fashion and hip hop was like intermingling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to do this one model. I used to do all her parties, and um, it was crazy, bro. Like, I used to be, I used to see like. You name it, I saw them. I was like, damn, what the... Like, and that's really what kind of got me into that world. And I was do, I used to do really super funky parties. Like, um, I'm trying to get rid of the names and shit. Like, remember Obeka Lee? I remember that? Uh, nah, not really, no. Nah. Yeah, it was like some really funky down low shit. Um, Obeka Lee, uh, I can't remember the names, but I used to do all these like crazy ass mm-hmm. funky... Downtown, she you know model model parties, mm-hmm. and um, it was all the shit that Charles used to do. Charles, and then there was this this guy uh, Jacques and, and, and Pascal. I know boys. them, yeah, yeah. So I used to do all of their parties, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they they were like, you remember how they used to dress like pirates? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like they were, they were like weirdos, bro. The funky pirate. The, the funky pirate yeah. yeah, he used to wear a pirate fucking <laughs> eye patch. Yeah, it's weird. Do you still see him? I, I follow him on Instagram. So. Oh really? Oh, Where is he? Is he still rocking the pirate outfit? Huh? I, nah, nah. All right. <laughs> he and then his partner had like a fucking cross cut out in in, in the middle of his fucking head, <laughs> like some weird. Yo, it was weird, motherfuckers. They were cool, and they they had all the model bitches. I'm That's talking, what like, is. like, bro, they had them all, and they were. Fucking them all. That's like when Serafina started <laughs> popping off. No, it's before <laughs> Serafina. Oh, it was shit, before really? that. Yeah, it's like that was already like Serafina was like two thousand. Yeah, I'm talking before. I'm talking oh, like ninety eight. Oh wow, okay. So like ninety seven, yeah, ninety seven, ninety eight. I got into that shit mm-hmm. heavy, and then like ninety nine, I was full blown heavy into that shit already. Like doing all those wild ass parties, and um, I would still do like mainstream shit. And then two thousand is when I. I feel, like, I feel like I really started making a name for myself. Uh, I would just be like, it was, it was like a ill-ass time. It was an ill-ass era where like you mm-hmm. hear DJ just drop the strokes and then yeah. go into like, uh, like some hip-hop shit and then do Guns N' Roses and yeah. just go all over the place. Bro, yeah. I used to turn down so many fucking parties. Like, you know, like I would never do, like, like when I got into that world, Yeah, it's funny because then all the Latin, the Latin shit, you know, like I was doing a lot of Latin parties. They all, you know, like mm-hmm. then they wanted you. I was like, no, 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 I'm good, no. I was like, I mean, I, I pretty yeah. much took whatever I could take. I was like, yeah, yeah I'll do that shit. <laughs> and then you hit up like I, I remember I was doing like uh like Latin parties in Washington Heights, and I hit up my man. I'd be like, yo, what records do I need? Mm-hmm. Or you go to like you go to rock and soul. You're like, yo, I, I got to do like a Latin party. What do I need? They just pull all these records. And be like, you need this. You need this. And this. Mm-hmm. I drop like three to five hundred dollars, and then do the gig. Ruby Rube. Yeah. I mean, oh, that's man, the shit, yeah. man. That was yeah. Big shout to Ruby Rube. I haven't seen yeah, him in a minute. He's in, he's in Miami, right? Yeah. Yeah. I seen him actually uh, a couple of weeks about a month ago. I was doing Rockwell. Oh, he came to. Oh, I, I saw him like b- before I did the party. Was uh, he living in like the Bahamas for a little bit or something? Yeah, I think something. Like I think that. so. Yeah, we shot that motherfucker. Him, DJ Will. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Will. Will used to hold it down too. Mm-hmm. Man. Uh, what do you call it? 
is there anything else we want to touch on? Anything you want to speak speak about? We good? Yeah. Hey, yo, Ben. Uh-huh. Thank you so much for coming through. Yeah. Man. Nah, man, thank you for having me. Um, uh, one of my biggest regrets is that I didn't know you had a bodega. I would have loved to get a fucking sandwich <laughs> know, right? one of these days, bro. Bro, I've but, never done a podcast. No, no, I mean, oh, it's the only way I would do. Yeah, I appreciate it. I fuck with you. Yeah, you were the number one person on our list. Oh, damn, thank you. So for me, any any of you DJs out there, any any motherfuckers out there, when you come to New York, or you know, if Big Ben's gonna come to your city. Definitely check out Big Bang because he's one of like my favorite DJs and definitely yeah, from New York. Definitely, mine yeah, yeah. as well. And you oh, always you, and you always consistently and I can't say this about a lot of motherfuckers, but you always pause, blow me away. You always blow me away. <laughs> Thank you. Free talk, free talk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah but I mean, like, yo, Chase Pinoza mentioned that he just ran into a room and he he saw you and he was wildly impressed. And yeah. He yeah. gets busy. I don't know why he impressed my meat. I mean, I think he's a monster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> monster, but, but definitely. I mean, if you gotta check Big Ben, man. So like, uh, yo, thank you so much for coming through, man. Thank yeah, you for having brother. me, man. Make sure you follow. I uh, popped your New York cherry. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you follow on youtubecom slash podcast. Go subscribe, like, and comment, and hit the little bell for the notification to get all the videos every Friday. Nice. And then you and have it, another one. And now, nah, I mean, big shout out to DJ City. There thank you, you DJ City, for, uh, thank you for making this possible. Yo, for shout out to DJ City. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? DJ City, yeah, I had a free subscription. Y'all took it away. Yo, we were That shit renewed. Got you. I got you, big man. on. Jamie don't got nothing, but we'll try to Jamie don't even have I got you. Yo, I had the free subscription. I was lit. I went in one day. Come on, man. We'll hit up the offices. You'll be all right. All right, man. Thank you. Good luck and peace.